Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 78. I am your host, Smoothman. I've got Chris and Matt with me this week. Say hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 everybody. Good evening. <clears throat> Good evening, indeed. Um, for those of you who are unaware, before I say and ask everybody how they're doing, um, we're now recording this on Sundays because wrestling has completely changed this week to make life a lot more complicated for everybody who's here. Including Jack, who couldn't make it because he's at work. <laughs> See, the, the the thing with this is, we've <laughs> for the last little while, or for the last sort of few days, every single res- wrestling commentator, or com- part of the wrestling IWC, the community, mm. podcast community, have been bitching, going, oh God, we've got to do more. There's just so much. There's just so much out there. I mean, I would say, why don't we just try and enjoy it all? But there's so fucking much of it. <laughs> So much to watch, it's unreal. There's now, like, like if you want to watch WWE main roster, if you include NXT because it's now on TV, plus AEW, that's a minimum, what, nine hours, is it? Something like that. Ten. Ten. Oh, no, uh, nine. Because yeah, I thought, thought SmackDown was three hours, but it's not, it's two still. Yeah. And then in three weeks' time, you've then got Talking Smack version two with Chick Magnet Punk and... Um, Punk is how it's called now. That's what CM Punk stands. You know, he had that legal battle with the WWE about twelve months ago. All oh, right, yeah. One of the one of the questions that they had to ask him in court was, "What does CM stand for?" And he said, "Chick Magnet." Oh right, so, so yeah, okay. So he will yeah. forever be known as Chick Magnet. I've Punk. just seen the other news items as well, so we'll talk about it. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's just oh, it's crazy. I'm now having to make a like a timeline spreadsheet just of when I can watch wrestling. New Japan's <laughs> dead now. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I might as well just cancel my New Japan um, world because I haven't watched it for ages, and I literally have no time to watch any of it. I, I never finished the G1, and I was just like, I was looking at it, going, "There's an AW pay per view, then there's like three WWE pay per views." And then everything kicks off. When am I going to finish? I'm just not going to finish it. There's only so much wrestling you can watch in one sitting as well. And it's just like, oh, like I watched SmackDown and then AEW straight after. And I was just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, if I've um, got a busy week at work as well. Like so, some some weeks I'm in work six days in a row and all of those are nine hour shifts. On those weeks, I won't be able to watch everything because I just physically won't have the time. No, no. Um. Well, um. We'll get into the news in a minute because Chris has disappeared somewhere. Um, so how how are we, Matt? How are we? Yeah, yeah, not too bad. So I'm working a lot. I've just changed from night shifts to day shifts, and that transition was rough. Um, but yeah, I'm actually enjoy, like as much as I've bitched about a lot of the wrestling on the Twitter, and I've got issues with not just AEW but WWE and their content this week. I've really enjoyed all of the wrestling that I've, or most of the wrestling that I've watched. I've not, I was going to say I've not been disappointed, but my rants on Twitter would kind of contradict <laughs> that comment. But um, yeah, there's, there's bits that I really don't like. There's bits that have annoyed me massively. Uh, and there's also bits that I can't wait to talk about, really. Yeah. Um, but now that Chris is slowly getting back to us, should we should we get into the news? 
I suppose we should get into the news, yeah. Um, so, the main news of this week, talking of all the wrestling that we're about to discuss in a minute, AEW has pulled in an impressive 1.4 million viewers in their first night on TNT. If you compare that to NXT's first week on USA, only drawing 1.1. To be to be fair, right, it, TNT was always going to win on that one. They, they were always going to win it. I'm sorry, but I'm fed up of this. I, I am as well. I'm fed it, up it, of this. Oh, WWE, WWE against um, AEW. Yeah, they are sort of competing, but people are going to watch both anyway. Yeah, yeah. I would say You're... a lot of the numbers is like people watching one and recording one. And the difference is going to be the people that WWE have lost over the last few years. Bearing in mind that if you go back four or five years, Raw was consistently pulling in three, three and a half million. And it's now around two, two. Like they had a boost in numbers this week and it was up to two and a half million. So like the the, the whole thing is going to be like there are those lapsed fans out there that got really frustrated with WWE's output. Whether you agree with that or not, that's completely up to you. But they they stopped enjoying it. A new new show started. If you still want to be involved in wrestling, come back and watch it. And that's what's happened. You've got what they I think NXT did eight hundred ninety four thousand. So there's there's about five hundred thousand people more watched AEW. But if they're all individuals, that's that's two and a half million people. That's the amount of people that watch Raw watched either AEW or. NXT. That's a hell of a lot of wrestling fans. The bit with it, though, is people are going to constantly compare the figures between AEW and NXT. And yeah, granted, again, they have to, but I'm sorry, AEW pulling in that many of their first night, you would expect that to happen because oh, it's exactly. brand new. Yeah. Give it a month and then compare. Yeah, I think yeah, exactly. November just... is when we'll learn. November's when we'll learn what the the true kind of figures are. That's that's going to be their fifth show, NXT's seventh show technically, but you know fifth full length show, um, and we'll actually learn whether like where the the numbers lie. AEW will be on top still, I think. I I I do think that they'll probably be two to three hundred thousand in front, and I think that's the best thing possible because if if NXT had been ahead of AEW. I don't think the WWE would try as hard with it. I Great. think they go, right, at any point we can just announce three title matches and have one person from the main roster come down and we'll blow them out of the water. And they could just then lazy book and then any week they wanted to take away from AEW, they'd just announce a load of shit. Whereas now they actually have to try hard to have something that is going to compete with uh, AEW, because the only reason it went onto TV is because they wanted to compete with AEW. Yeah, and the, the there's 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 a big difference between because people are trying to recapture the spirit of the Monday Night Wars. That's that's what they're doing here. There is a massive massive difference now to to the when to the quote unquote Wednesday Night Wars. That's what I've seen it be called. But the thing is, is that there's so many variables now that weren't in place before. I mean yeah. the I mean I mean back 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 in the Monday Night Wars it was either you watched this or you watched this there was no in between but now because of internet because of the network you can watch of, both at the same time yeah you literally can watch both at the same time you can you can have uh, the equivalent of Sky Go in the states or HBO Go or whatever the fuck it's going to be you can have yeah. one of them 
and and watch it on one and, and then watch it live on the other one if you really want to do that or you can TiVo it, Sky Q it, record it, go back and watch it. You've got it, you've got it then twenty four hours later on the network. Um and you've got it I'm sure there's gotta be some sort of streaming platform that uh the AEW is available on as well. So ultimately there are so many other variables that you won't truly know the real figure ever. Yeah. No, you will never ever know because and as much as network costs money fight tv subscription whatever they're calling is it aw plus or something costs yeah. money there's always people who are going to go i don't want to i don't want to pay for it i'll watch it illegally on x website yeah true so you could probably say there's going to be at least a hundred thousand people across the two doing that probably more but we'll never know no indeed um We'll obviously talk about all of the happenings uh, at some point tonight. And one more thing, one more very minor thing: the um, the the, ra- the ratings are based off just Nielsen box owners. So ultimately, it's never a real, real, true listing of people. No, it's 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 yeah. if if your house, if you're, your your house in America only matters if you have a Nielsen box, and that's it. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's the same as the UK. So the UK, there's eighty thousand houses that are monitored, and then they just extrapolate the figure. Um, uh, to say that there, that's, there, there's enough people in that that you can just take an average, yeah. and that's how many people. So, like, you're never going to get a true figure, but it's, I think it's positive the fact that between the two shows, you got two and a half million people. Exactly. I'd be interested to see what the view figures are for AEW on uh, the ITV hub over here. Depends. Depends if it there, there were obviously two hours with before. There, 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 there were obviously problems with it up on because it was supposed to come out the day after at seven pm, and there was a bit of an issue with it. Didn't come out until about ten. But... You know why there was issues? Because they were too busy heavily edit- editing it. Mm. <laughs> on, Sorry, what, I had to drop that one in there. What What did they miss? Um, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, you little stay, bitch! Stay tuned. Oh, did, did you literally went sass face there? You literally sassed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You did the whole neck wobble and everything. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, other, other news items this week. Uh, Matt briefly touched on the man. Uh, CM Punk settles out of court with Colt Cabana after Colt sued the chick magnet for saying he'd cover his legal costs of the lawsuit with WWE and then withdrawing this after some issues. I don't know anything about this. Oh, it's mad. I, I know. I know the the the, ba- the background of the of most of it. I know certainly because Colt Cabana basically got put in a fucking impossible position, and CM Punk comes out of all of this looking like a bit of a dick. But go on. If there's more you want to add to it, Matt, then feel free. So basically, the whole story was after the WWE legal battle between Colt Cabana and um, CM Punk that was settled. I want to say around this time last year. It was. It was at least six months ago, if not longer. Yeah. Um, at the start of that trial, um, CM Punk said to Colt Cabana, I will cover your legal fees. Then when Colt Cabana sacked his lawyers and hired some new lawyers um, that cost a considerable amount more, CM Punk went, no, I'm not going to cover all of that. That's not what I meant. You've, you've initially told me it's going to be Fifty thousand dollars. Now you're coming after me for one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. I I'm not paying that. That's just not reasonable. You should have consulted me before you did this. Something along those lines happened because that's what the the, the numbers that were being floated around were. Um, and then as of I believe Saturday last week, 
they settled out of court. So CM Punk has paid Colt Cabana a, a, a figure that we'll never know. To it'll probably be the full amount. We, we'll never know. I don't think it'll be the full amount, but it'll be a, a, certainly a significant chunk of it. I mean, you've got to realise that Colt Cabana was thrown into this court situation just as just as a proxy for all of this. And I felt I felt terrible for the bloke. You know, he ended up cancelling his podcast, he ended up doing stopping a lot of things that he does in his life because of this mess that, that, that he decided to be the one to have a podcast with, with CM Punk, where CM Punk was deflammatory towards WWE. Colt didn't say shit, but he was the one who got brought into the lawsuit. No, um, no. It's they, they issued the lawsuit against WWE, didn't they? No. It was uh, it was a man, Chris Aman, the um, WWE doctor, sued Punk and Colt Cabana for libel over the comments made, uh, the, the um, like, uh, the Z Pack comments and all sorts of derogatory things that Punk said about the WWE doctors, which he still stands by to this day. And 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 like, and, like, and, it, and it basically got thrown out of court, but they had to spend hundreds to hundreds of thousands of dollars to defend themselves. Otherwise, WWE would have would have, would have t- took them to the cleaners. So they yeah. had to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to lawyers. Uh, I believe uh, this is a long time ago that I read this, but Punk. Punk's lawyer, Punk originally said in a, te- in a text message in the lead up uh, when he found out that he was being sued to Colt Cabana, hey, don't worry, I'll cover you, uh, I've got you covered for the lawyers, it's fine. And then after sort of uh, the first part of the sort of the, um, the discovery of evidence, which they have to do anyway, so it's a sort of digging up and all, on all things like that, Cabana found that, he, that the lawyer wasn't really giving two shits about him at all, it was only really about Phil Brooks and not, not Colt Cabana at all. So then... After sort of frank discussions, Colt decided to leave, uh, decided to sack his lawyer, and then sort of continued from there, and then was left with a huge, huge bill, uh, which Phil, Phil Brooks went, I'm not paying that. <laughs> because, because, because he sacked it, if I remember correctly, because he sacked his lawyer, he said, you're liable for all of your fees now. You're liable yeah. for all of it. Yeah, that, that, that was the, the outcome, and that's what this, this was, whole... And I believe it was 575000 I believe. Was it five hundred? Yeah. It was something mad like that. It was a lo- unfathomable amount of money, and yeah, I, th- I f- believe that's where where it was. But again, this was a long time ago that I read about it. Um, but yeah, it's a shame to see the end of a very good friendship where they've been friends for donkey's years. But you know, fuck money, right? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, second bit of other news. Uh, according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, Sasha Banks has signed a contract extension with WWE. Good. Fantastic news, because I'm really enjoying her again. But unfortunately, as, as, as right, okay then, when the draft happens, as long as Sasha Banks stays on Raw and Michael Cole stays on SmackDown, I'm fine with that. Because <laughs> I heard there, there, was, there was a weak, it was such a weak boss time reference. Yeah, I because wanted... he was annoyed that she was turning heel. It's so he went, boss time. It's boss time. And now he's like, yeah, that, I completely agree with that. That, that was my, my biggest criticism of SmackDown was after that? watching it earlier today was it's boss time and the big dog. And I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I forgot. It was still a year old. But it's not. It's 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 the bit. Watch out! It's the big log. The big big log. log. It was a guy with a sign in the crowd. It's a big log. Unleash the big log. (laughs) I like like that a lot. Um, 
Other news, uh, despite reports of its demise, it's been confirmed that 205 Live will move to Fridays and still be out to SmackDown. Um, this is confusing me a lot because I saw something in from, and it was from Gorilla Position. And Gorilla Position are kind of those people who I kind of sort G of believe. GPR in the know. They're, because they're, they're, they're in they're the know. Official, they're an official WWE partner. And they've yeah. said that apparently NXT is going to have the cruiserweights and they've changed the title to be black and gold well the cruiserweight titles on the line next week on nxt yeah, they haven't changed the title yet but the cruiserweight number one contender match was two weeks ago on nxt and the cruiserweight title match is next week on nxt cruiserweight, so and the cruiserweight belt, there was rumors i don't know where these rumors were from but people were saying that the cruiserweight belt was going to be a an nxt title NXT exclusive title. So you, so at that point, you can't defend it on 205 Live. What's the point in 205 Live? I don't think it's... I don't know where this has come from. And I know Jack has put it in. But I, I, I'm i still saying watch this space because I don't know. Honestly, if this... I, I would love for the for, for NXT, uh, for 205 Live to end up on NXT. But considering things that are happening at the moment on NXT, there will be very, very, very little time for them to be on TV. So there isn't... I, I, I can see the cruiserweight division being flushed quite soon. Of uh, the majority of it going. Genuinely. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then finally, once again, Jeff Hardy has been caught with a DUI. Sack him now. Honestly, and, that's it done. I, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't no no no. I don't care what kind of a fucking name you are. Just go. No, You're done. You clearly have what? issues. Go to rehab, go and fix your issues, and then go and work indies. You're done. You've I'm sorry. That's it. My joke. He's not. He's he's not going to win a title again. He, he might win a tag title again. He he might. You know. He's he's not going to go on a main singles run. He might. Uh, you know. At most, win. What is it? The fucking European title. I don't care. I, it, honestly, I just. I'm done. You you don't want someone like that representing your company, especially when you've had a deal worth four billion dollars. Put, play, uh, put in place for Fox, only for one of your quote-unquote talent to go and get another DUI. It's it's you, it's a it's a fucking joke. Are so, you sacking both the Usos as well then? What? Are you sacking the Usos as well? Because yeah, they fuck them. No, it's not repeated. It's, it's, it's the first time for Jimmy, by the way. He was drunk and disorderly. He wasn't at the wheel. And also, and also and, oh yeah, and he wasn't charged. He was released without any charges made. So ultimately, I... I just don't. I don't give a fuck about Jeff Hardy. I just don't. I don't care anymore. It's not ten years ago. He's not going to climb the ladder, kid. Making make a name for yourself. It's done. Just go. Go away. Sorry, ran over. Cool. Um, that, that... I only said. I only said a word word then. Happy. <laughs> um, so that concludes the news. Let's get into all, all the wrestling this week. Uh, let's. I think should we do it in chronological order? Makes sense. Makes sense. Um, I, I'm just going to put this out there. Nine hours of wrestling was too much. I know what happened on Raw. I've seen little tiny bits of it. I haven't seen a lot of it. <laughs> I, I've, I, saw, I saw some of it live, and then I thought, and then I went back watched the watched the. Excuse me, the important bits on Reddit and then watch the highlights this afternoon. So I'm sort oh, yeah. of up to scratch on everything. Sort of. So in 
in true WWE season premiere fashion, we have a new uh, entranceway, which looks like a massive vert ramp straight out of Skate 3, create your own park. Oh, Darby Allen would be set for life if he was there, wouldn't he? I Jesus. did see someone tweet about that. I love that. Um, uh, and I actually like it. It's a bit weird. I really like it. I like the fact we've got it's Pyro right. again. Yeah, Pyro is back. Is this for now or is this for the foreseeable future? Who knows? You know why Pyro's back, don't you? Because AEW have Pyro, so they brought Pyro back two days before AEW did. So I don't that know. They're <laughs> to get the fucking news about it. That's I the only know. reason Pyro's back. The only reason. I don't know, man. Yeah. I saw some Pyro on AEW, and that game that that was a weak Pyro game, man. <laughs> that was some weak. <laughs> That, that, the that, Wednesday Night Wars will be won was, by Pyro. If, if, I'll be honest, right? About fucking AEW. If if WWE's if WWE's um, Pyro is like fireworks, where you go to an event to go and watch it. AEW's is like the shite you buy in Poundland, <laughs> where you light it and it goes. Tee! That's that's basically what it was. It was. Do you think that's because Cody brought his dog again and he didn't want oh, it to get No, scared? we're not going no, down there. No, we're not going there. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so this is the first time we've heard Vic Joseph, Dio Madden and Jerry Lawler. Jerry, um, I'm going to make a comment about this. Jerry, Jerry Lawler needs to disappear. I, I um, heard angry Jerry Lawler for a minute. I heard, I heard Jerry Lawler more than I heard anybody else. Poor Vic Joseph oh. was the only one who was keeping it together. Um, Dio, I'm not too bothered about because he's, he's a fresh right. voice. Something different. I kind of like him. No, Jerry, bye bye, Jerry. Get Jerry Lawler. only temporary. Thank bye. You. He, he needs to be, whilst he's there, he needs to be commentator number three who barely speaks. Agreed. And the other three, Vic Joseph is commentator number one. You play by play guy. You need Dio Madden as your colour commentator. And Jerry Lawler, every now and again, can say puppies or whatever he wants to say. Just, just, just you know. What was that? What's that weird noise he used to make? He goes ah, and it's like, like, just 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 those. That's yeah. that's that's all we need. Pretty much what Rene Young did. <laughs> just say one you. word. Just say one word. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> gotta get that in there. <laughs> um, so the the night started with um, Rey Mysterio coming out. Um, talk about how important it is that he's got his championship match later tonight. Uh, obviously at ringside we've got Dominic. Um, with as he was speaking, we then got Lesnar segment uh, of the week. Segment, I really liked it. Lesnar really enjoyed it. Lesnar appeared and F5'd the hell out of Mysterio, killed Dominic. Um, effectively. shout out to Dominic, man, he can take a bump. He took some massive yeah. bumps. Some German, there's some of those German suplexes where he just launches them over his shoulder the entire width of the ring. They hit their head on the bottom rope and then slide out the bottom. That's just it's, Brock Lesnar's it's, the best thing in wrestling. What it's, is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I I've I've totally changed my tune on Lesnar, like completely hundred percent. But bearing in mind that I've been waiting for Dominic to be absolutely murdered for six months at this point, like <laughs> the only reason he was ever here was so that somebody could, and I thought it was going to be Samoa Joe is going to choke the life out of him. Well, but no, even better, he's going to be used as a human fucking pin, but just wherever you want to throw him, just absolutely murder. He took some horrific, well, not horrific, but, you know, some pretty bad bumps for somebody who's not a not a WWE guy, you know. He's a trained wrestler. 
Dominic yeah, he is. is a trained professional. But wrestler. he's not he's not a WWE guy. They don't normally allow their like new starters to, you know, get uh, slammed on the outside I, I, of the I ring. Think and they, there's no the way ring. they'd have allowed well, they, Yeah, yeah, they knew he's they know he's a qualified wrestler, like, but he's not even got a WWE contract yet. Not yeah. officially. He probably has, just not officially. It, it... It did the right thing of making me hate Lesnar even more than I, I already loved it. did. I thought it was fantastic. I was like, yes, Dominic, you take those bumps. Um, you took a release German from Brock. Raw. You can you can handle it, mate. But again, it's just... Talk about paying oh, your dues. Holy shit. It's just, oh, Lesnar again. I, I don't know. It's just me being a Lesnar hater every, all the time. Um, he was carried out on a stretcher, and then we actually got to see, like, human... Um, humanized version of Ray because he actually got into the uh when he got into the ambulance he took his mask off. I didn't see that bit. Yeah, so he he didn't have his like he was like looking at him, he's like Dominic I'm so sorry as he's going up the ramp with him. But then there's a bit where you see him he they shut the door and as the door is shut he takes his he takes his uh, mask off. Brock should have fired the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> or just, or just F5 Dominic whilst on the stretcher. I think it would have it you know but he didn't. He didn't take an F five. He took two release. He took two release Germans and uh, and a, and a release standard suplex, and then yeah, just got dashed out of the ring. There was yeah. a, a scoop slam on the outside, and he got thrown into the corner oh, yeah, poke yeah, outside yeah. as well. Took a fair bit of damage. I know he didn't take an F five, but yeah, still cool. It just it just felt a bit odd. I, like storyline wise, when you go for to a season premiere and you just go, why Shock is Lesnar here? It is for shock values to get ratings. I know exactly why they've done it. And I'll tell you what, though, it makes it, no sense. It got everyone talking. It got everyone talking. It was. It was. I thought it was perfect. It was the right thing to do. Because let, let's be honest, Brock is going nowhere. Whether you love him or you hate him, Brock is going nowhere. So you have to accept it and accept that he's going to be a part of WWE for a long time because he's a fucking draw and he's one of the only old. Bear in mind, he's an, he's quite, he's quote unquote old school. He's one of the old schools now. One of the, one of the OGs. Just retire. No, no, don't retire. Because he's not. still an absolute fucking monster. And it, it's it's hard to see where, because obviously we've got SmackDown and things like that, but it's hard to see where it goes next. But, you know, things mm. are roundabouts, I guess. Then we had uh, Sasha Banks uh, versus Alexa Bliss. Um, obviously, Bailey and Nikki Cross were barred from ringside. It's just, yeah. It happened. Sasha won. Um, and obviously Bailey came in and unloaded, didn't it? No, no not did, Bailey. Becky came in and beat her up. Did, yeah. did, did they have to make Alexa Bliss look this stupid? The finish of this match was, even though they're barred from ringside, she, uh, Sasha Banks goes, oh, Bailey! And fucking Alexa Bliss goes, oh, where? And they get rolled <laughs> off. It was a bit stupid. Like, oh. But then, but then, what's the difference between that and Adam Cole ushering out Undisputed Era during Gargano versus Cole, and then Cole getting an advantage of it? What's the difference between that? That, but at least there was some form of like action there. Where all she did was Ooh, look, Bailey. Well, that's, well, that's, well, no, she she called to yeah. her. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's you know it. I, I don't hate it. It was it was it, it's it's still continuity to the story, so I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah. what, what, was was that when Becky came out and fucked her up afterwards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she came out, beat her up, and then there was like some backstage stuff later on as well, where they were um, on the 
microphone and she stole someone's microphone after an interview and was like, Becky and whatever yeah. nonsense I couldn't understand because I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> um then we had Robert Rude and Adolf Ziggler versus Heavy Machinery for the tag team titles. Um it was okay. It was a good, no. It was a, it was a fine match. Um, I, I I don't like that. I don't like that heavy machinery lost clean, but still, because yeah. heavy yeah. machinery awesome. I don't like the fact that they're losing clean, and I still don't like Robert Rude's finisher. I it's it's just what is it? It's a well, the glorious DDT. Yeah, it's just it's just a uh, it's like an educate. It was the education or whatever it's fucking called the one that Edge used to have. Or the um, it's just a what is it? A, a, have you said DDT? It's just a bit weak. Well, what else? Crap. What else is he gonna have? Uh, Spanish fly. <laughs> He's instant, definitely not gonna have a Spanish instant five star matches from Robert Roode incoming. Um, Standing yeah. Spanish fly. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was a decent match. Expected result. Um, then, then we had Miss TV. Oh hey! my! Oh for fuck! I forgot this happened. Oh my Bring on the bigots! Bring on the bigots! Bring on the bigots! Oh my good lord! This was awful. That was terrible. Watch, no, it was terrible, and it was just like it, it try. It was there to try and pop the boys, and it didn't pop the boys. No, no one. Well, I mean, Hogan got. A no pop. one cared. Hogan got a bit of a pop. Rick, Rick got a bit of a plop. A plop. He got a plop. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wreck, wreck plop, man. Trying to take a drink. Just don't do that. Wreck <laughs> <laughs> plops, baby. Yeah. I mean, it was it was odd because you were like, why are they going to be there? And you think it's just obviously numbers getting the oldies in. Um, not that at all. Watching watching him watching Rick Flair trying to walk to the ring and then speak. I genuinely thought he was going to die of a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then watching, he's got a fight in Saudi Arabia yet. Don't, don't start. <laughs> and then, and then we had Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother. I'm actually going to get the right name of the uh, the place right for once, um, which he did. K- kudos to Hulk Hogan. He got a name right of a place. Yeah, nobody gets it wrong. Um, yeah, it, it was revealed that Hogan and Flair they were all going to say, "Oh, we need to, we need to." Have, what was it? We need to have like one last encounter and everyone's like yeah one more match and i just went in my seat no someone will die it's happening um (laughs) they're gonna be um they're not gonna be no not team i think they're gonna be team coaches not yeah they're coaches it's team team flair isn't it and what is it oh oh, yeah hogan's gonna have uh seth rollins as his captain and and flair's gonna have orton um, I like that. Then we had a bit of um, Randy Orton savagery, and he says, "Can you just take your head out of Hogan's ass for a minute?" Tongue in it, and take your tongue out of Hogan's ass. Something like that. Um, I love Randy Orton, except, and... except for except for racial expletives. But we can get to that at some point. Yeah, that probably should have been in the news. Yeah, that should have been in the news. Really, I don't. I don't understand. He, he oh, you don't know what happened. He said the N word on Twitch. T O S, man. <laughs> No, um, hey, nah, Randy he was, Orton did. He, he, yeah. he, he got, what? Orton was drunk. Why is he in the wrong? He's in the wrong team. He needs to be with Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hogan. 
genius, well played. I'm right, here so, all week. That's me done. For yeah, the that's, that's, you that's you done. 78 episodes and smooth with pop the boys. We've done it. We've done it. <laughs> We've done it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I'm not sorry. Right, so, um, Orton was so he, he drunk. Said it, he said it a drunk on Twitch, effectively. Yeah. He, he was, yeah. uh, he, he was um, Apex Legends. Yeah. He's playing Apex with a friend. There, 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 there's no camera or anything. He's just like on the call. It's, it's like when Drake was playing with um, Ninja on Fortnite. It's like he, he was on the call and just spent the whole time uh, giving props to AEW and was sent, um, was, did, a, did a really good impression of AJ Styles. Um, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. I'm from Georgia. Yeah, okay, nice one. Uh, there was uh, no, it, it was really interesting. And then he said the N word by mistake, but he was drunk. We, we can allow it, as we were. Unless you're Hogan, who's never drunk when he says it. But moving on, uh, yeah. So Corbin came out to get involved um, in a little bit of a bust up between uh, Seth and um, Randy Orton. Then obviously Rusev made the save. Showing that they're going to be the two members of Team Hogan. It's obviously going to be King Corbin and Randy Orton, who's going to be the other the two. Flair's the, the other heel team. going into this. Looks like oh, it. Oh, goody. Mm. <laughs> and, well, and obviously... Heel, can he? No. Um, obviously, most of this stuff as well, during the backstage segments where Rusev was involved, he was very, very mute about Lana, which we'll get to, which will also... Well, yeah, Gets me annoyed. Yeah, but but shout out. Mm. Was, was it Charlie? 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 Whatever her name is. The one who, yeah, the one the, the one who is Kayla. All that sass. Wasn't it Kayla? No, hey, it wasn't Kayla. Kayla. Hey, Kayla. No, it wasn't Kayla. Or is it um, uh, Charlie Caruso? Charlie Caruso. She was like, yeah. So Bruce said, "Where's your wife?" Like, oh, <laughs> don't don't ease in nicely. Just swing for the hills. Hi, Bruce said. Bruce said, "Where's Lana? Where's your wife? Where is she? Huh? Huh?" It's like, a bit harsh. Don't leave. <laughs> yeah, he's like, interesting. Probably, interesting. Interesting. She's a London Fashion Week, I think. Mean, yeah, she, she's at home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. <laughs> so many memes out of this that are so, so many, angry. so inappropriate for this podcast. Uh, yes, they so are. Many. <laughs> so many. Then we had the Viking Raiders versus the AC, which the Viking Raiders won. Um, again, we've had this two weeks in a row, I think. Yeah, but it's just it's, just it's been good. Content, filler content, isn't it? Good match. Yeah, it, was still good. it was still good. Yeah, it was still good. Um, Ricochet and Cesaro. Um, I think this was all about Cesaro was interrupt, interrupted. Hey, Kayla! Uh, and was talking about the fallout from Rey Mysterio. And then Ricochet turned up and went, Oi, that's just rude. Me, you ring now because that's where we settle things in it, bruv. Uh, so they had a match which Ricochet won. Of course. It was. Speaking okay. of Ricochet, uh, Instagram Ricochet. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's oh he's shooting he's shooting on he's himself, shooting on didn't himself, he? Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, someone on Instagram added um, added Ricochet. It was like Ricochet really needs a, a mega push. He replied, going, "Now nah, Ricochet needs better needs needs to work on his mic skills." <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Love it. Um, Go on, Trev. Big old I've, big Trev. I've also noticed that Cesaro's got a new attire. Yeah, he's, he's like Long John's, isn't he? He's, 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 he loves changing his, his outfit. Was he dressed as Steve Blackman again like he was two weeks ago? <laughs> what is it with the... Black, the black trousers. Grey, black. black trousers. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's it's like what I do when I'm losing on FIFA. I change kits to see if I can play any better. 
<laughs> and that, I genuinely do that as well. FIFA memes. Uh, then we had the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, Rambling Rabbit died for our sins. Rip. Um, again. <laughs> no, no, no. That was SmackDown's one. No, it Raw's, wasn't. Raw's, Raw's one was. I, Raw's one was. It's okay to be scared. Yeah, SmackDown's yeah. one was where he wears Rosemary cosplay to Seth Rollins. Yeah, no, have we broken Smoothman? I think he's trying to read Bleacher Report. Yeah, I actually, am. Yeah. <laughs> I can see his eyes darting across. No, yeah, it's... so yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah, this one was. Oh, like, now you remember, do you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bleacher Report. Shut up, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, this was the one where he was like, "Please don't hurt Seth." Um, and then the rambling, uh, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Cool. Um, glad we've cleared that one up. <laughs> United States champion AJ Styles had a match against Cedric Alexander again. Love it. Uh, again, AJ Styles won, but again, it was just they hit. Cedric's going to win it. They hit it for the moon, mate. It was good. They're, they're was so good, good. They got such good chemistry. I can so see good, why mate. they keep having matches. It works really well. As long as I mean, are they scheduled to fight a Hell in a Cell? Um, let's talk about the matches later because oh, there's four of them. Who, four. Are, are who scheduled to fight a hell on a Cedric cell? and AJ. No, they they're not the card. Though. It's not on the four match card we've got already. Well, it pre- well they probably will, and if they do, I think Cedric will win this one and win the title because they've had a lot of matches and Cedric's always come close or come mm. really close. Yeah. Excuse me. So I mean, what, he, he was just about to hit the lumber check, and then all of a sudden, Styles clash. Oh, it was it was caught. such a good transition to Styles clash as well. I love how he can pick it up out of nothing. Mm. It's a really good transition. I love that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Natalia had a match against Lacey Evans. Next. Skip. Um, then we had the Universal Championship match. So obviously, it was supposed to be against um, Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio was obviously away at hospital with Dominic. Um, in the segment earlier, we had Rusev say, look, I know you've not got a challenger for tonight. I'll challenge you after I've looked after you. And, Seems and like quite back. a heel promo from Rusev there as well, which yeah, again made was. no real sense. But, yeah, you know, it was on. a bit odd. Um, so they had the match. They then had Randy Orton came out with um, King Corbin. The chair broke with Corbin in it. The cameras didn't catch it, but they did catch Rusev's reaction. <laughs> Rusev pissed himself. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think Rusev's reaction. It was Orton's reaction. They're, they're, someone's filming from the crowd watching. No, 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 no. The actual show actually had. Um, you could hear him saying, "Whoa, you can't even sit in a chair or something like that." From Rusev. Are you sure I'm it was sure Rusev? It, I'm yeah, sure it was Rusev. Yeah, because okay, I watched it. I was like, "Why is he talking about Corbin in a chair?" I'm really confused because yeah, I didn't um, see Corbin with his chair. There's um, there's there, there, there's a point where Corbin sits in a chair and it breaks, and Orton just pisses himself laughing. <laughs> And then, and then there's, a, there's a, obviously a section of the crowd that can see it, and they all wet themselves as well. Good old Corbin. But Corbin sold, sold it really well, and then went up to went up to Jerry King like, what? <laughs> as if, like, it's King's fault. I love it. Yeah, it was good. Um, King-based sabotage. So, obviously, we had Rusev in a match. Um, we had the... Yeah, it looked like... He was going to win it, wasn't it? He was in a good position. Well, he was never going to win it. But no, he wasn't going to win it, but he looked like he was in a position to win well, it. He was just about to. He was just. He. he 
Well, he just mi- miss, missed the Machka kick. He was just about to, uh, like Seth was hunched over, he was about to do the accolade on him. And then all of a sudden, pew. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That wasn't it. That's when the, uh, and in the lead up, like, the limousine pulled in. Like, who's in the limousine? Like proper old school WWF Smackdown in your house. Or not, well, Smackdown, know your role. Um, PS2 game style, where all of a sudden it goes, the limousines turn up, and then all of a sudden the music as well. You see a reporter just struggling his shoulders, going, oh, and then forgot about those. And yeah, they they wonder who's in limousine, and out pops Bobby Lashley, and they're like, Lashley. Everybody's like, huh? What? What? And then it turns out he. This is the longest and most awkwardest him gesturing to the back ever. He's just like puts his arm out and he's still waiting. And then nothing happened and his music still playing. He tried again, nothing happened. Third time, he still stood there going, "Today would be nice." <laughs> next, next thing you know, Lana's music hits randomly, and then she comes out, and I'm like. What? You, you, what you know you know they give zero fucks about Lana when they can't even find her music in the catalogs <laughs> Lana, 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 Lana no that's not it Lana that, that one and they put some sort of, isn't that a remixed version of her theme it as well it's be. more drum and bassy behind it it was proper drum and bassy I thought what happened was all they had was Spotify and YouTube and they've gone through Spotify realised that Lana's theme isn't on Spotify gone to YouTube and clicked the first one not really not realising it's a remix Curses. <laughs> See photos a couple of times because they're not releasing Io Shirai's theme still, and then yeah, found Lana's eventually, and lo and behold, yeah, and it was this was this was awkward from start to finish. Just it was just just sloppy. It was was so wet and sloppy. The kiss, it was. It was grim. The the only the only saving grace in this entire segment is when the fiend comes out and Rusev doesn't react to it. At all, you you see you see Seth go shit his pants because you know that's your champion, ladies and gentlemen. But but with Rusev, he's still got his hands on his hips, just looking just distraught at the fact that his wife has been touched by Bobby. So he's just sort of standing there looking crestfallen. And then when the the light's still going out, he doesn't care. He doesn't and change his position. So at all. awkward. They kissed for so long. It was about it was thirty so, to forty five seconds. It of was so long. Full on face wet sort of and, and licking each other's faces like, her leg was just in all manner of positions as well and it was just a bit wrong i was just like please turn this off my screen it wasn't that far of turning into a fake taxi it was just getting a bit it was getting a bit iffy and then yeah that's it and we've lost movement and then yeah that's that's the only yeah. one that there could there was worse ones I could have used, <laughs> which I'm sure that you've seen on Reddit in response. I haven't seen any on Reddit. I, mean, I need to go and check them out. I, I I've held back. I held back earlier. I'm not making the jokes I was going to make about maybe that Lana was at London Fashion Week on the BBC. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Right. So then, anyway, after that moment. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so so it's it's what ended Raw. Fiend appeared and choked out Rollins with a mandible claw. End Raw. Oh no, oh no, and then dashed him off. Oh no, no, that was SmackDown. Was and then we go. Then let's go to NXT that happened on Wednesday. Um, oh my good god, this is the best episode of NXT I have ever seen. One of. It's a very good one. It was very good. So the night, 
with limited commercial interruption, as we heard 40 million times. Um, but yeah, we started the night with the NXT Championship match. Um, Adam Cole. I am creaming. And that was Matt such Riddle. a good match. It was so good. The cast on his hand from last week because he'd broken out a bone in his hand. The constant. And this is what I liked. And Jack mentioned it last week, I think. Going to um, going to a commercial break and then coming back and him doing just a, a bro, bro, bro sent on or something instead of rest holds is just lovely. It brings you straight back into it. You don't want like five minutes of Randy Orton sleeper holds. You know what I mean? And then just coming straight back into like a, a high octane move was mm. very good. Because it was, must have been timed perfectly. Yeah. There's definitely. no way he would have properly done unless the ref gave him a signal. So then we're back on. Just go, yeah. Um, so obviously it started quite slow methodical with technical holes, lots of strikes. Matt Riddle, when he does his knee trigger, oh my good God, that looks brutal. Um, then we had... Quite like, stiff, some, isn't he? Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, backstabbers here and there, Ishiguroshis, lots of Panama Sunrise. It was just ugh. was wasn't wasn't the Ishiguroshi? Well, that that was that was a um, a counter. Yeah, As that, I, I can't remember what he was countering from. It was like a, it, it, was a, it was some sort of suplex or something. He was counting, he was countering, and then it turned into that. I was like, oh raw, well played. Yeah, it was so good. Um, um, Everything about it was fantastic. Just so the, the crescendo of it, it built up so nicely, and it definitely looked like uh, Matt Riddle was going to win. Yeah, um, he, he had, had, he had him in the armbar twice, both yeah. on each hand, yeah. and then he barely, like Cole, barely got out of it, and then hit him with the. I think he pretty much punched him with his with his cast on. Yeah, um, to make it obviously seem more brutal. But well, then he gave him the last shot and won. But it's after that. Oh, that I popped this hard. Popped the boys. Oh, I, I popped like a mother. I was expecting Tommaso Champa's music at this point, and I was disappointed for about half a second. <laughs> for about half a second, and I was like, "That's not holy shit!" <laughs> and then you think you go, "Okay, so now Finn Balor's back in the picture, and it is, and it's a genius move this mm. this is a genius move because it also means story continuity from raw because he doesn't want to go back to raw because the fiend's there you've got yeah. that you've got the fact that he was an nxt boy from day the fact that he's a former nxt longest champion reigning, i think longest, longest one reigning of the longest the longest, he is the longest reigning nxt champion oh. that's one of the things that they said and the best thing about this is you can immediately like I'm, i know i'm skipping to the end but We'll we'll just the best thing about this is you can have a heel glass face tweeny Adam Cole, you know, he's part of the undisputed era, everybody's gonna pop for him. You can have a heel Tommaso Champa and you oh. have a baby face Finn Balor all vying for one title. You can. And and there's the this I start to think I think Gargano's not gonna be in the main event picture for a little while, I think. I don't think he needs to be. I don't think he needs to I th either. I, th I think those three... He will enough. elevate talent no matter where he is, and that's all be his job for the next And he season. showed that tonight. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah. You've got you've got other factors. I mean, there, there is... Uh, there's the indie darling part of me that kind of wants Finn to join up with Undisputed Era. 
It won't happen. Oh. But, but there is that little bit. I saw it and I thought. <laughs> but look, you've got, you've got those little bits. You've got the fact that if Finn Balor's gone over to NXT, could Samoa Joe go to NXT? Samoa Joe isn't really doing very much at the moment. Just saying. Mm. Obviously, we've I, got a draft in a couple of weeks. You've got, or next week, isn't it? So you've got... Yeah, Friday. Yeah, everything is up in, up in the air. Dream isn't involved in anything. I think Dream's going to one of the other two shows. I, I'm actually convinced he is. He's not in anything. I, I, I really wouldn't. Uh, the more I see a Velveteen Dream, the more I think that he's actually a worse wrestler than he was this time two years ago. A year. His, his, the, the shine is starting to wear off just a smidge since the end of the North American title run you could just, no 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 sorry not the end of that about the I think basically the run with the North American title belt hasn't been the best I, I think he peaked against Alistair Black which was November 2017 that was his first I match I, I disagree that might be his first takeover match I but it certainly because that was say my name wasn't it yeah that's yeah, he he'd been on NXT for at least he had, eight to ten months before that. I I, I think because because that was when Swerven was still trying to figure out Velveteen Dream. I yeah. think that I think his 2018 was incredible. He had an amazing 2018. Yeah, because he had that match against Ricochet. He oh had yeah, God. Gargano match. I think. Oh, the Champa match. Mm, yeah, Champa match. That was fantastic. I I completely agree that he's got nothing going for him at the moment. And, and he literally, he like literally this week, and that's the next thing that happened. A problem, he was laid. He was laid on a couch, um, surrounded and he tried by. Tried to cut the promo. Yeah, and then he cut a promo, and it. I, I I think what's happened is NXT has gone from, you can say whatever you want, and then we can re-edit if we don't like what you're saying to scripted promos, and I think that's killed because Dream stumbled over his words repeatedly and he never does that the best dream's best point is his promos always and this live promo went badly wrong i think it's because he's scripted so yes this this could be the argument that one or two of the bigger names might fall to the wayside a little bit and i think you might be seeing dream slowly moving away from where he was before and that's and that is a shame uh, it's genuinely a shame because, I mean, also, I mean, the the other side of it is maybe they're not focusing as much on gimmick wrestlers at the moment. No, because he is a, he is the archetypal gimmick wrestler, mm-hmm. and maybe they're not focusing as much on gimmicks at the minute, and they're trying to keep it raw to keep in in with the aesthetics and fighting with quote unquote AEW trying to do yeah. that. That you kind of argue, well, do we want gimmick wrestlers at this moment? So so that and and then. You could you could have him debut on Raw and be fine. You could honestly on Raw or SmackDown, I think it could work, but it's definitely not working in NXT for him at the moment. I, I just I don't think he can cope with live crowds at the moment. I think he needs coaching on how to do a WWE promo. I think if you gave him to the Indies and he can say whatever he want, or you gave him to AEW and they send him out there and they say whatever you want to say crack on and if we've got issues with it we'll resolve it with you after the event first time round and if there is repeatedly issues then we have to start scripting you but I think what's happened is he's been scripted 
and he's panicked and he didn't know what to do because he forgot one word and then he tripped over it three or four times. I, I, I think somebody like that, they're never, ever going to promote to Raw or SmackDown. Maybe, not, maybe, not maybe it was just a bad night. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it was just I'd, a bad I'd night. I'd say it was. I'd say it was because the promo didn't really need to be there, to be it honest. Did. I think it's just, just the, oh, chal- yeah. it's, it's him challenging Roderick Strong. Well, it's, it's mostly it. the fact that since, since you know, uh, I say since he lost the title, but even before that, he wasn't very prominent. He hasn't been very prominent for a little while. No, he hasn't. Uh, maybe it's just a reminder. Oh yeah, we still got Dream, haven't we? Oh yeah, Dream's still here. But look, r- r- look, let's let's move on from that because we could talk about this for fucking hours. Yeah. So. Um, Io Shirai versus Miriam. Bang. Um, very good match. Very very good match. Hmm. That. Me, Yim, I'm getting some real concerns about her as, uh, in this, uh, in the moment. She just, she seems really awkward in the ring. And it, it's not, I mean, Io Shirai is, I mean, maybe she's been shown up by Io Shirai and Candice and whoever else, because they're infinitely better. But she looked awkward. She she really fucked up a tope suicide. I mean, really fucked up a suicido. Really fucked that up. I mean, like, you know, just, just. Little things that just that just are making me fall out of the suspension of disbelief, if you if you still want to call it that, with with Mia Yim. I just I don't feel that connection that I would feel with watching Eo or a Candice. I think, you, I, I think you hit the nail on the head straight away there, saying that she's been shown up because the last three opponents she's had, uh, Candice LeRae, Mia Yim, and Shayna Baszler, who I think are probably three of the top ten female wrestlers on the planet at the moment. Yeah, and um, she's been shoved into she's been shoved into the main event picture too soon. Um, when but see, she the thing had is, the is that match. wasn't she incredibly prominent where she was? She was in TNA, I think, or Impact, or where it was, and she was incredibly yeah. prominent there. A friend of mine was talking about it ages ago when I was saying that Mia Yim looks like your parents when that she looks like what your parents think a young person dresses like. <laughs> and yeah, with like the whole bandana and just no, just it's just. Something just something doesn't feel quite right. I don't want to hate on her for no reason. It it, it, it there are reasons behind it, but it's just something's missing. I think at the moment, and um, uh, but unfortunately, with the with the talent pool at the moment being reasonably thin in the women's division, certainly in NXT, you know, who is Io Shirai going to face? What Aaliyah? Well, um, you, you've got T- Tegan Knox had a um, promo. She's back next week. Exactly, T- yeah, Rhea, Tegan Knox. We can't have Tegan lose. Yeah. Because she's just coming no. back. And you've got Rhea Ripley, who's come across. You can't have Tony, her lose yet. You can't have it. No, because I believe that she's the one that's going to take the title yeah, off. Yeah, I agree as well. Yeah. I think she's the only credible one at this point. Yeah. Um, you've got Bianca Belair sat there doing nothing at the moment. But um, but, it's, but, it, but again, I don't think Bianca Belair's good enough to, to, to take on Io Shirai. No, and, I, don't, I don't think she... I don't think they're in the same class, but... Yeah, I... I in terms of Io, Sh- Io Shirai, they they ruined this by having the stipulation that she can't fight Baszler again because and because she fought her three times as a face and lost three times as a face. Then they turned to heel. She's become an incredible character along with the great wrestling. Now she's got all of it, but they can't give her the title off um, Baszler because so she, she can't even fight Baszler. So either you've got to have Baszler leave Basler lose the title and leave, or be, or or Io Shirai just gets promoted ahead of her, and you're not going to promote her ahead of Shayna Baszler because as much as Vince doesn't want Baszler because she's in her late thirties and he thinks that no no men are going to masturbate to her and therefore she can't be on a main roster, 
you've got to have Shayna Baszler go to the main roster at some point because she's having almost as good a run in NXT as Asuka had. And I know they absolutely bottled Asuka, but that's not to say that they, whether it's with somebody who's got a, a pedigree, not quite the same as Ronda Rousey, but, you know, she's a, a, a legitimate champion in uh, MMA, then I don't, I don't see why she shouldn't get a chance on the main roster. Yeah, and and this 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 is the thing, right? With uh, go, going back to what I said a minute ago about the talent pool being so thin, and with Finn Balor going over to NXT, do uh, this is the point where I think we're going to see the likes of maybe Ember Moon, maybe one or two others going over to NXT because the women's division there is lacking a lot. Well, surely the first thing you do is Asuka goes back. That's, that's like, Im- immediately, you have ruined Asuka on the main roster. She, she's she been buried and buried and buried and buried and buried to the point where they can't even get a name right when they're putting Twitter handles on the screen for a pay-per-view. So stop being a racist bunch of bastards. But they also get Asuka. <laughs> no, they put Io Shirai for Asuka. That's what happened. It was yeah. Asuka was the, the one who was with Kairi Sane and they wrote Io Shirai because they're a bunch of racists. Now, regardless of whether you feel that that's what the case or not, Asuka has been ruined. She's oh, I agree. 100%. had shit title reigns because she's been buried twice by stupid things. She now needs to go back to NXT. That's where she's loved. That's where people who actually want to watch wrestling from the women and not just have it as something for the dads on the, on the Raw show. Let's have Asuka actually treated like a wrestler again because we haven't had that since she left the pop would be incredible to hear dun, dun, dun. just just that kick in when she yeah. when when shana's in the ring because then you've got someone elevated immediately into the main picture because you've already because and then and then even then you could have you could have a, a fantastic match between Io, a heel mm. io shirai and asuka can you imagine yeah. that match yeah that's, yeah. That, that's takeover main event worthy that is right there off the bat it's that's the the only other person than Rhea Ripley that can take the title off Shayna Baszler is Asuka. And Rhea's not been on telly yet, has she? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she not recently. Yeah, she fought literally last week on NXT or the week before. Well, well, yeah, one well, of, she watched of Shayna, didn't she? One of the no, no. So after that, oh. last week she fought the um, the the girl from the Philippines. That I can't remember the name of. Okay, fine, All right. But yeah, yeah. Last week on. The USA part of the the split. Okay. Um, she she fought. Um, so yeah, she's had two matches in four weeks in the last four weeks on NXT. Fair enough then. So uh, I'd be interested to see what they do with her. I mean, I, I agree. Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley's the one. So she can she she's the one that will potentially imagine her and Charlotte at WrestleMania. Yeah, it, I, I think that's that is the match yeah. in two years. Lo- Long term, Ripley will be the one who I think she'll fly through this NXT women's division fairly quick. I don't think she'll be in NXT for too long. I think she's the right kind of Vince wrestler. She's very, I say very young. She's twenty three. So I mean, it's Jesus. young for a wrestler. Young for a wrestler, but remember that it's not that young for a female wrestler in the WWE. Um, but she's an absolute phenomenon in, t- in terms of 
a wrestler who can actually, a female wrestler that can actually wrestle at 23. And has there's the not look, many around. The attitude and has the charisma to pull off that character. Yeah. And it, like, it all goes, like, for me, it all stems from that Tegan Knox breaking her leg and her just being in the ring going, I don't care. I've got through to the next round. Like, she totally gets that. She sold it perfectly because, I mean, I, I mean, how hard to not be shaken by that everybody else clear. in the entire fucking arena is shaken by it like she's crying in pain the front trying to walk tears. on a broken Legit. leg the front rower in tears <laughs> trips had to come out to g the crowd back up and was like tegan's had a horrible injury but she'll be okay she'll be back she'll be back stronger we need you we need the fans now because this is this is an event that we're trying to produce i've seen the video footage of trips having to come out and g the crowd back up but rhea ripley just like "Mm, whatever was just amazing imagine how 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 have you got the nonce the nonce wow the (laughs) nouse to do that Wrong use of the word, my friend. Yeah, like she's she's literally the complete package in terms of she's constantly improving in the ring. If you watch her, like I know people are going to say I'm obsessed, but I've watched every match she's had in NXT UK and in NXT, and I've watched quite a bit of her indie stuff, and you can see the improvement week on week on week on week. She just she gets it. And the fact that she's already at that point with her character work just means that she's, yeah, she'll fly through. I reckon she'll have six to 12 months in NXT and probably, maybe not after the next WrestleMania, but the one after, she'll probably be main roster. I can't wait for the for the for, for Matt to blow up on the podcast <laughs> episode number one hundred and eighty four where Matt blows up because Rhea Ripley's lost to Zelina Vega in a. <laughs> In three oh, minutes oh, on main event. In a, ti- in, a ti- in a title on a pole match. Oh, God. I, I just can't wait for that moment. I think Matt would just shoot himself. <laughs> I just, I'd, I'd, but, def- podcast. I'd, I'd definitely cancel the network. <laughs> Brilliant. But no, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, we need to move on. from. We, we talked about Ray Ripley for literally 10 you minutes. You have, yes. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Shane Fawn. I completely forgot Shane Fawn existed. Um, was he was he TM61? Is that Shane Fawn? Yeah. The Mighty. Yes. The Mighty. I, they yeah. changed their name to The Mighty. And then well, Matey left, and now it's just Shane Fawn. And I yeah. forgot he existed. He has no character. I don't and then Johnny that. Gargano put him over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is odd. Because it's Shane Fawn who has the most generic T-shirt design in the history. Yeah, but they've got to, they've got to, they've got to, they've got to generate mid like believable mid carders yeah, to fill up some of the time. They do, they do. And, and it was solid. having Johnny Gargano go 11, 12 minutes, whatever this match was. It, it was it was not a short match, but not a, not an overly long match. And for the fact that Shane Thorne got so much offense in, this is the old school way of losing but still getting over because the other person is such a good so, so good at selling and that's jo- johnny gargano just needs to do this weekend, weekend. But as far as i'm concerned keep him away from that main main title picture say all right you had your title you lost you lost your rematch let's have you just putting talent over for now proving the fact that you are mr nxt you are johnny takeover you are one of the best wrestlers on planet earth Let's go out and showcase all these other great guys 
that we can then bring into the mid-card, boost the mid-card scene so that we can get Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle going towards that main event scene and we can have the likes of this guy, you can have Damien Priest who came out. Was was that after this match? Yeah, straight after he tapped Pete yeah. Dunne, wasn't it? And you can have um, the guy with the hat that used to be Trevor Lee. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes, that's him. And you can have like some of the other guys that they're starting slowly to build as like your mid-card guys, and then you can have your main event guys. And then all of a sudden, you can if, you, if Vince wants to, he can pick one or two for Raw and SmackDown when he goes, actually, things are getting a bit stale. But for the most part, you've then got a decent roster where you've got so many wrestlers that they're not all going to get on NXT every week, so they're not going to be oversaturated like the guys on Raw and SmackDown are constantly. Yeah, but a good turnover of guys, and everybody starts to then feel like, oh, we get to see this guy next week, and oh, Johnny Gargano's not on Raw for three on um, NXT for three weeks, and then all of a sudden he's back and he's facing this guy, and yeah, and, and honestly, it pops the crowd. We go, hey, we got Gargano wrestling tonight, and if that was fails, we got we got Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic again. Fuck it, I'd watch that every week. <laughs> and no, but and yeah. this this is the thing: the the, the talent pool at WWE have, WWE have right now is incredibly deep, incredibly mm-hmm. deep, and it's. And with this draft, it's very interesting to see what's going to happen. With this draft, you will see what the plan is for the next year, two years, maybe even three. Because, because if, if they go, right, we like... We'll, we'll take Dijakovic as an example. We'll take Dijakovic and we'll put him on SmackDown and we'll have him with, I don't know, Andrade. Or we'll do this, that and the other with him. And then you'll start, slowly start to see where they fit in the card. And I'll be interested to see who is actually going to move over and who's going to come across across the board because I still think there's going to be at least one or two from Royal Smackdown that are going to come over back to NXT mm. it'll be, be in a draft though because NXT don't get a draft no they don't no they they're are they're part of it no they're not it's been NXT are you sure that they're not part of the draft fuck I'm sure that that was the plan no NXT is not part of the draft I I imagine what will happen is Raw and Smackdown will probably pick one or two from NXT but NXT aren't part of the, the draft happens on Friday next week and Monday the week after. That's the end of the draft. You know so what is done? If you want more people watching NXT, yeah. put them in the fucking draft. You have a draft section on the Wednesday night for NXT. So guess what? You get more viewers of NXT that night than AEW get. Because you're going you're, you're to bring in the casuals from Raw and SmackDown who are coming in on the Wednesday to watch the draft. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I'm... I'm not in TV, I'm not in advertising, but surely that's like fucking basic thinking here. But I think they're trying to make people remember that it's still developmental so that they but don't they're not, start... But, they're not, but, then, but, but, then, but then at the same time, they're publicly saying this is a third brand. This is a third show. It is not ECW of old. It is a new third show. We have Raw, we have SmackDown, and we have NXT. We have three brands now. And, that, and, yeah. that, and that's and that's the public face, and I, that, that that's the public face because Trips is the face of that company, which why which why you didn't see Trips on Raw or SmackDown this week, and you won't see him for a while. He probably won't. I'd, I'd be surprised if he even does come back unless it's a WrestleMania. I was going to say he'll probably come back between Rumble and Mania, won't he? But oh, no, yeah. we've got Saudi Arabia coming up soon, haven't we? So oh yeah, he's probably going to be on Team Flair, isn't he? Oh for fuck, he is, isn't he? Should we move on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shayna Baszler and Candice LeRae had a NXT Women's Championship match. Um, this is very good as well. Um, Candice LeRae nearly knocking herself out three times in a row with a Torpe Suicida um, on, 
under the um, thingy. What's it called? Barrier. Yeah. Um, I thought, yeah, he's, again, he was very good. He was. I can't explain this one because there's not there wasn't much of note to remember. No, no, but, but the, it was, was good. There, it was good. Um, I think this is possibly one of the poorer matches I've seen from Candice. Um, as much as I said earlier, I reckon she's probably in the top ten female wrestlers on the planet. I think she had a little bit of an off day. I don't think it was a, an abysmal performance. There was just a, like you say, those topes looked a bit off. There was a couple of times where she went to step up Finzaguri and just kind of like shimmied away into it rather than just going for it. And there was a couple of bits where she slowed down a little bit. But, you know, it's like she's allowed to do a little bit like that after she's put on probably three of the best women's matches this year in previous weeks on NXT. Arguably, you could say that this could be... Um maybe pressures of working within much stricter time constraints and having to work within TV advert breaks. And, and it, it's just, it's another layer on top of everything else that's going on. I mean, I wouldn't think too much of it. It was, it was a TV title match. It wasn't, there was no way yeah. there was going to be a title change on that. Was there? So, you know, it's, it's fine. Perfectly fine match to have. Mm. Um, then we moved on to Pete Dunn having a match against Danny Birch. We know these two can go when it comes to wrestling each other. It was probably not as good as their NXT UK title match, obviously, for obvious reasons. This is NXT, shorter time limit. But again, it was very good. Pete Dunne won. Bitter end after snapping fingers. Um, I'm quite glad he didn't win with the finger snap like he did the other week because that's not for me, I'm afraid. I like the finger snap. He does it too often. But when you start making it his finisher, that's where we need to stop. Yeah, that's um, a no. That's a, that's a no from me. And then obviously, Damien Priest appeared out of nowhere to uh, pretty much knock out um, Pete Dunne and put him down. And I really like Damien Priest's music; it's quite badass. I kind of like because I've not seen much of Damien Priest. I kind of like the, the the sort of archery bit into the uh, into the flames for his for his promo or his, yeah. his, his diamond thing. I kind of like did that. It, it did it after the thing as well. Oh, dear. Yeah, sure. He normally does it in his entrance, but he yeah. did it like after oh, he attacked yeah, Pete Dunne. Yeah, I kind of so, like. Yeah, that's that's what I saw. I kind of cool. like that. That's quite cool. Um, it is is isn't his nickname the Archer of something? The Archer of Doom or something. Yeah. It is the Archer of something. I can't remember. I right. can't remember what it is, but yeah, I, I the think Archer of shite. Why not? Let's move they're, on. They're giving him. They're giving him a decent push, which I think he needs. He's not really well known, apart from a couple of vignettes, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he's had a couple of matches in the last six months, but I mean, not anywhere enough to kind of see yeah. much of wrestle. He's been doing all right. I, I like I say, this is more bolster His in the middle. Finisher is lovely. By the way, what is it? It's like um, it's a reverse DDT twist thing. I can't. Uh, there's a there's a move that's already out there that someone does. It's not a sister Abigail. It's the other way around. One well, like a crossroads. Yes, similar to a similar crossroads. to a crossroads, but it's not. It looks. Yeah, um, I think it looks more brutal. I think it looks more brutal than a crossroads. To be crossroads looks weak as fuck. I've always said that it looks weak. It is very similar, but he he show the way he does it. He gets them obviously um, in a reverse DDT, and then he sw- he swings them round, but he lands them on their head. 
Or it looks yeah. like he lands him in there. He's it not looks nice. brutal. It, it if look. it looks brutal, then fine. If you're a heel, your, your finish has to look brutal. God, just hug them. <laughs> uh, and then finally, the NXT Tag Team Championship match, Undisputed Era versus We've Got the Smoke. We've Got the Smoke. And they are staying on NXT. They confirmed it on Raw as well, which is good to know. Yes. Um, or SmackDown, rather. But yeah, it's um, it's cool. I like it. It's a good match. Very good. Who was the Who was the bloke that came out with the street? Wale. 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 In the Disney film. No. So Wale is the guy who is obsessed with wrestling and does oh, Wale fella... does Wale did... Mania every WrestleMania weekend. Did he, did he come out with Adam Cole at WrestleMania Takeover? No. Was that a different guy? That's a different person. Okay, all right. Well, while, um, Wale has been in the, he's been around the wrestling scene for a while. He loves his wrestling. Um, he ruined the Street Profits music. He, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely did. Actually, he's not had that many popular songs. He did I, one song. He did one he song with Lady Gaga that I remember. <laughs> that is it. And it was like um, he, he just says Wale a lot. I think, <laughs> not a clue. Um, but no, he he's. Uh, he's yeah every wrestlemania weekend he does what they call wale mania so it's like a concert with wrestlers so the okay. wrestlers like like this year they did it and it's when i think enzo turned up um and enzo turned up with i don't know if he was with big cats but he turned up at this wale mania and what's his face was there tamatonga and tamatonga oh. was just like what are you doing here you you ain't you ain't got you ain't got anything on me, and then he started giving off. It was quite funny, but they they have lots of wrestlers like yeah. do events and stuff. So fair enough. Like that's literally did, it. it he raps, sort of. The Street Puffets have banging entrance music. I like. I'm not even a fan of that style of music, but I really enjoy the Street Puffets. It's just it's a jam, isn't it? It's a it's a it proper is. yeah. We got the smoke, and the whole crowd go mad as well. Yeah. Yeah, and he just <clears throat> ruined it a little bit by making them not have the words, and yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, very good match. Um, I don't think it's the best. Started... The best thing WWE did here was negotiate that extra fifteen minutes with the USA Network. Yeah, so they could say, and this match isn't going to be limited by time. The USA Network have confirmed that um, we are able to stay with this match until its conclusion. They got an extra 15 minutes, so anybody that was finishing AEW can come over and go, oh, look, the wrestling's still on. They get to see the end of the match, and then Quite they clever. get to see the, the that brilliant... Is, that, that is clever. I do like that. That is clever. Um, yeah, it was very good. There was obviously the usual... Um, shenanigans. Shenanigans from the, uh, the Undisputed Era. Oh, but, yes. Um, just a frog splash from Montez Ford. It just um, looks so beautiful. And watching him run to the corner, and you think he's going to jump over this, and it looks like it's going to hurt, and it looks like he's going to hit the he's going to hit the corner post, but he doesn't, and he completely clears <laughs> it. And then you go, "Oh my god, he's not human!" Yeah. Um, shout out Montez Ford. Love Sh it shout out to the rock bottom as well. Oh, he does that a lot now. I've yeah, noticed. but it's, yeah, it gets a proper pop. That's why it gets a good pop. Because oh, he does it, it's, it's with such conviction as well. It's not like an irritant. He gets massive height on it as well. Oh, like God. Yeah. He's like, bang. Um, but like yeah. Cedric's was... Mishinoku driver, isn't it? It's yeah. Unreal height. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was very good. He finished with the where the, the high and low attack from the high low. Um, yeah, so they yeah. he called out Roddy Strong, didn't they? Yeah. He did a bit of a distraction and then they got the high low. They do have a name for that, but it's I can't remember what it is. It's the high low. I think it is called high low, yeah. <laughs> um and then they all come out so they all come out. Um obviously the three of them are already out there with their titles. Um Adam Cole comes to the top of the ramp and he's just like, Yeah, boys, look at us. We've got uh, all the gold. And then beep, beep, beep. And they didn't do the long form intro as well. It went no. and then they it had, it had solid tie joint, then it cut straight into the chorus. Yeah, and it was Oh, the pop was mad. The pop was unreal. And it's just him circling him as well. He just comes out and giving him the eyes. Just giving him the eyes. It's just like he was giving him the eyes. He was giving Goldie the eyes. He doesn't take his eyes off Goldie. Like literally, what you got there, little fella? What's that in your hand, little fella? And they didn't have a scrap. And they because because obviously the last couple of weeks they've had like Baszler walking into the back of Candice was two weeks ago. Last week they ended it with. Thingy getting Kashida getting kicked in the head, or two weeks ago it was Kashida getting kicked in the head by Walter, and last week was Candice getting bumped at the back of by um, Baszler. So they've had like contact to end everyone, and this this week you've just had oh, mm. there's, a, there's a title, is there? Oh, well, it's um, literally just I'll look at the title, I'll circle round you, and then I'll leave. Yeah. Um, which was great. I really liked and, it, and it's perfect because if you came over from AEW. And saw this as the outro, and you probably know that Tommaso Champa's back, but he never got to say anything. So probably to open NXT next week, Tommaso Champa's going to talk. Would you tune in for AEW if you were a Tommaso Champa fan, or would you come no. to the start of the NXT? Even if you're only going to be there just to see what he says, and then you're going to watch the rest of AEW, your first thought is going to be, "Well, Champa. I want to know what Champa mm. like. Champa's back. What Champa?" He's the greatest sports entertainer in the history of sports entertainment, if you mm-hmm. believe him. But yeah, just yeah, it, it was it was a really really well played well played this from the WWE. Yeah, and yeah, the entire definitely. show was very good. Oh, death from start. I I, I, I I wasn't mean, bored at all. I don't think. No, no, I wasn't bored, and I, I know I know people, you know. The thing with AEW Dynamite, and I, and I don't want to keep comparing the two because it seems silly to, because it's AEW's first show. They, they for a first show, it was very good, but this NST man, it's just a different level, isn't it? Do you know what's really annoying? Because people are like saying, "Oh, the the ratings speak for themselves." AEW is is oh. leading it on a Wednesday, and it's like, have you watched NXT? Have you actually watched, sat down and watched it? Because if you watch it, you go. That as a wrestling show from start to finish is perfection. The, so I've got two issues with NXT this week. Um, one, there were a total of two women's matches on the card, correct? Yeah. Um, and there were five advert breaks in women's matches. There were five men's matches and two advert breaks in those men's matches. So I've got a big problem with that, bearing in mind that one of them was a title match and that got two advert breaks in that one and there was three advert breaks in the other one and bearing in mind this was reduced commercials reduced commercials and you've had most of them in women's matches i don't like that at all this is america uh, yeah um it, that is what it is i don't think that's going to change i think as much as i hate it 
women's matches don't get watched because people don't the the vast majority of people aren't interested in watching women fight they're more interested in the men's and that's not me being sexist that's just been proven over and over again with ratings and um, the other issue i have is nxt cannot do this every week you cannot have three title matches you can't have all of the undisputed era apart from or like most of the undisputed era fighting gargano on return for finn balor return for tomaso champa i like that they're building on these stories but at what at what what tna 2.0 did was they showed you what their weekly content will be Whereas NXT went, this is the best show that we can put on right now. We, I think we'll have to wait. I think by November, we'll see what NXT is going to be week to week. But I don't think this was a true reflection of what week to week telly is going to be for NXT. Yeah, because that was TakeOver. That was a takeover. It, was, it, was, it was TakeOver TV. Yeah, this was a TakeOver. Last week's one, the, 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 the first one in the USA was a TakeOver. It's, yeah. it's, uh, I, I think the, the views are going to settle at around 500k. I think as a, as an average weekly view, I think it's going to be about five hundred k. Yeah, give I mean, or I take. think a little bit more. I think you've lost most. Like you've gone from one point one eight or one nine down to nine hundred ninety eight thousand or whatever it was last week. Down to eight hundred ninety odd. I reckon seven fifty might be, but you might be right. It might go down as low as five hundred. Yeah, I when... think AEW will probably drop to around a million. I would guess maybe even a little bit lower. Yeah, I mean, I mean, th- those those views right there are what it, well, well, what impact or TNA were getting at their height it was one, one and a half, maybe two. Was what impact was getting at its height, at its peak. That was Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Hulk Hogan, uh, and you know, back back when it was at its biggest, eighties and eight. Yeah. So you know, you're gonna you're gonna see. I, I reckon you are gonna see a drop off. Uh, may maybe around eight hundred k for for AW and but again those those are incredibly good figures. Yeah, a, a, an eight hundred k or five six hundred k for NXT because at the end of the day the competition side of it is that well NXT is taking views away from AEW regardless mm-hmm. of whether um whether they're going to be at the same whether they're going to have more views than the other it's taking people away from watching. AEW keeping them in the WWE umbrella, and therefore not allowing AEW's ratings to spike so high that it becomes a genuine threat to Raw or SmackDown, which I don't think it ever really will be. No, as, as much as I think it's the superior show, it's not got the legacy that Raw or SmackDown have. It's not got any of the kind of overproduction that it's got. It's not got the massive arenas to fight in every now and again. You know, it's it's fought in front of like two and a half thousand people if that i don't know and, i don't know what capacity of full sale is but it's and, not big and full sales full sales bad k and and the the, the the thing with the thing is and i think it's genius keeping it in full sale because what you do is you create demand a the, the the waiting list for for a ticket for nxt at full sale for nxt live must be astonishing because what because matt's probably going to go check now i'll bet uh, yeah well I'm, I'm in i'm in orlando in May and I want tickets and I've just realised I probably should get on that. Because <laughs> on, honestly, it to me it's it it's it's the same sort of thing that PWG had where they play, they they are in one building which is actually about to be dis- demolished. Ironically, one building they do what they do their events only there. You can't there's no such thing as ticket touting there and 
tough shit if you don't get a ticket. No one gets special treatment. Ronda Rousey had to queue up to get a ticket for PWG. This was years ago. Ronda Rousey, you can see Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler at the front row of a PWG show with Kevin Steen on it and El Generico, I think. I watch a lot of YouTube wrestling. I've noticed. I've noticed. I watch a lot should of talk, Should we talk about AEW? We should. I mean, think it's half past nine now. And, and we've, we've still, still got, got Smackdown, Smackdown to go. Yeah. Um, and predictions. And predictions. Well, there's, four, there's well, fucking four things to predict. Four match so. prediction. Um, plus, I want to go away and watch the Green Bay game. So, um, <clears throat> let's get through this. Uh, uh, so, it started on with I, apparently there was a promo at the start of it i didn't see it because itv cut it um is a lot of this going to be a case of i because itv cut it yes that's a itv title. do you know what <laughs> do you know what i was fuming right because i've had ups and downs with AEW and itv this week after last week's <laughs> podcast we had the nonsense where it was going to be aired on the sunday morning obviously heavy, heavily edited. Then they said, oh, yeah, we're going to put it on the ITV pub at 7 o'clock on the night after and <laughs> on um, ITV4 at 11.20 on the Friday. I was fine with that. Like, yeah, cool, I can record it on the Friday, watch it after SmackDown on a Saturday, you know, living the dream. Then, then apparently they couldn't even put it on ITV hub at the proper time because of technical issues. We've already addressed that. They heavily edited it out. Um, and then on the Friday one, I was watching it. I was like, well, this doesn't seem to link together. They seem to have jumped a little bit. Is it because they've decided to minimize the amount of adverts for ITV? Maybe. Maybe they've done what WWE do on the network for NXT, where they just it goes to advert and then comes back. No. They decided they didn't want to show half of it. I say <laughs> half of it. A promo, some backstage stuff, and an MJF match. MJF promo and match because he's his he cut his entrance music at the top of the ramp and cut a minute and a half. Was promo. his promo abusive? Yeah. Was, he, his, he, was his promo fit for TV? Yeah, absolutely. He just well, then went, why did ITV not show? He just it? went all of you people in the crowd are cheap losers and I'm better than you and this guy that I'm fighting should be sat in with you. He's not a real wrestler. So it's why he wasn't offensive in any way? It, it was he was he was, re, was old school wrestling heel. Which it was, is exactly it was, it was, it was an old, it, you, it wouldn't be a miss in a, it wouldn't be a miss on Sunday Night Heat. Yeah. It, it was, it, yeah. It was good. What annoyed me then? Because. Proper heel promo. Why? Bear in mind, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm, I'm angry because it was a squash match that they could have left in. It's not as if it's taking 20 minutes up of a show. To be fair, it's it wasn't that much five of a squash. Minutes. It wasn't that much of a squash. It was it was actually quite funny. I like I like the other dude. He gave he gave him Jeff a good cut of slaps as well. It was quite it was quite good. I was like because I was looking through because I'm obviously AEW being the absolute bastards they are decided to put all of the videos the day after on their Twitter. Cheers, guys. Um, so I knew what would I knew what had happened already pretty much. We should Jake just Hager, learn to mute. Um, yeah, I don't care about spoilers. I couldn't give a. I don't fuck. care about spoilers, but for this, I, kind of I really mean. care because I I don't want my wrestling spoiled, and that's why the 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 timings did annoy me. But at this point, I don't care if you spoil a, a AEW for me because I don't care anymore. The bit, but that was the bit that's annoyed me. So because I knew MJF happened, and they built it up on like all of their things, their vignettes and the images and the graphics, and I was like, hang on. Because I got to the end of it, and I went, 
Where was MJ at? Are you sure you didn't sleep through it? You didn't fall asleep? No, I was wide awake. I didn't go to the toilet. I genuinely think, no, they definitely cut it out because we, I saw, I went through Twitter and I saw people complain about it. So, yeah. Oh, okay, fine. So, what was next on the card? Right, so, so we... it started with Cody versus Sammy Guevara. Which I thought was a really good match. Five stars because it had a Spanish fly off the a top s- rope. It was a good, it was a good match. It, it was, was an all right match. It didn't captivate me. I wasn't and that bothered then about had, it. Then, then they had, so bearing in mind that AW have branded themselves as the no nonsense wrestling company, their very first match straight away, load of nonsense happened straight after it. Yeah. Yes. So the match itself, I don't really care about Sammy Guevara. I don't like his character. I just don't like him. He's um, just a bit cocky. That's all he is. He's just yeah, a bit of a cocky just... Chris Jericho guy, isn't he? Um, but he's, yeah. not, he's not as good as Chris Jericho. Of course he's Sorry. not. Um, but yeah, the, he was he was, he was was good storytelling. There's a bit with Brandy outside where he pulled Brandy in front of Cody doing a tour by Suicida, which was fine. And then obviously at the end of the match, um, why did Cody shake his hand? This, this, this thinking about it, why did Cody shake his hand? Yeah, if, this guy if, made him hurt his own wife. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, well done, mate. Thanks for that. Uh, but then we Good had um, then we had an attack from Chris Jericho because uh, uh, Terry Schiavone was going to do a Schiavone. Schiavone, Good one. I do listen. <laughs> um, Schiavone. I don't know how to say people's names. Schiavone. <laughs> Done that shit of on it. He was going to have a, a conversation with Cody. That's where the the handshake was going to happen. And then Chris Jericho entered, uh, hit him, attacked him, still chair on the floors. Blah 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 blah. Um, can I just say? Can I just say? I'm I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm 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 skipping a little. I'm going back to the beginning here. But I said it before, and I'll say it again. I love Excalibur as a as a commentator. I cannot take him seriously if he's wearing a fucking mask in a suit. It just it just looks weird. That's, that's you got, him, though. You got Tony Excalibur Sh- is him with a mask. No, no, but here's what you got. You got you got Tony Chiffonier, <laughs> and then you got you got Jim <laughs> Ross, Jim. and then you got some dude in a su- some dude in a suit and a mask. It just looks weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't I, take I, him I still think I still think the chemistry between the three of them isn't right. No, it's not. It's not because when I you hear you right. hear Excalibur talking about the wrestling, and I'm like not convinced. He doesn't because he's wearing a mask. He can't see it all properly. That's why. Just good one. Um, so as you were, so so, so after, after but yeah, Jericho. That, after Jericho happened, this is where Brandon Cutler and MJF happened. Didn't see it. F F U I T V. Shout out to Scorpio for his um, Barack Obama impression. What? Did you not see that? <laughs> what? Did you not see that? Was that cut from my TV as well? Yeah, yeah probably. Um, uh, the, F- the FCU versus uh, Luke. Oh, I saw Robert. that. Cero miedo. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Before, no, yeah, but there, but before that, there was a vignette with them in front of like the White House, yeah. and uh, no, I had a proper good. Um... No, I did not see that. <laughs> You need, to, you need to find impression. As much as Thanks again, up. ITV. <laughs> Brilliant, I love it. I've missed all the good stuff. <laughs> I love it. It's not like it's on TV. This is the fucking ITV hub you're watching it on. No, I'm not. I was actually watching it on TV. I recorded it on oh, ITV. That's dumb. Why don't you watch it on ITV hub? What? Why don't you watch it on? Why don't you watch it online on the ITV hub? No, because they did the same. Apparently, 
That's dumb. It, it, no, that's ridiculous. It's on, a, it's on the fucking ITV hub. There's no excuse. There is no excuse for that. You, you, can, you can argue ever so slightly why they, would, why they would cut some bits down to fit in with their TV scheduling. That, that they did it on both. I'm that sure slightly they did. makes sense, but if but if it's for the fucking hub, it does not matter one. I'm iota. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because 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 all they do is they, it's the same as YouTube. You upload your video. You would you would place your adverts in when you want them to be in. That is bollocks. If that's the case, genuinely think that's what happened. But still, you missed out on a Barack Obama impression, and then you got so cero mierda, and then a fight for two minutes, and then move. cares. We said the crowd were hot, mega hot. Oh yeah, yeah. of course they were. A uh, green t-shirt guy turning heel, mad lad. You see that? What? 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 He was there, wasn't he? Yeah. Turning heel. Turning his back on him. Turning his back on me. That yeah. Lizzie did on Bailey. Brilliant. Um, I can't on. find the tweet. I'm looking for the tweet because someone did say. Oh look, can we, can we stick to the order? Because because we're done. Yeah, sorry. Oh, um, all night. Then we had the Alan Page versus Pack. That was a really good match. I Very good. That. Very good. Um, obviously, if you are not... Matt's nodding. Matt's nodding. Yeah. It, it, gets the mat, it gets the match seal of approval. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's got a dirty bastard it, in it. It was, it was a good match. Like, I'm not a fan of Hangman Page, although this was considerably better than the main event of whatever the pay-per-view was. Um, and All out. Starting to enjoy... Oh, I certainly enjoyed this match, and I, like he didn't annoy me as much as he did against Chris Jericho. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's like Pax on his way up the card, isn't he? He's... He is. He could be challenging mm. very soon, which could be awkward because he's a heel, as is Chris Jericho. It's almost mm. like Chris Jericho might lose the title to a certain babyface mm. in November. Hardly possible. Has he not won a match in God knows how long? Who? Are we talking about Kenny Omega? No, no. No, he's, he's fighting Cody. Oh, uh, he is, isn't he? Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Oh, God, yeah, because it ties in everything <laughs> in the beginning. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> that's, why, that's why Chris Jericho came in and murdered him in the beginning. Uh, I don't know. I thought Jericho was just being a twat because he was. <laughs> well, I mean, he is, but, yeah, it's because of... Um... Yeah, he's a, they've got a title match on the 9th of November because that was the whole thing. Cody pro, cut a promo on the road to the TV or whatever they've called it, where he said that if he loses this match, he'll mm. have to um, they'll have to find somebody else for the the title match because he won't be able to think it because they okay that bit now makes sense. All right, Cody, move on. Yeah, so that match happened. It was very good between uh, Page and Pack. Um, I think. It's obviously better production value than the one in Nottingham that we got to see. Wow, wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was very good. Um, I really like Pack being um, awesome. Yeah, it was all good. Um, it was. It was. It did he win with a red arrow and then with the brutal Fal- falcon arrow? No, red arrow. Falcon or black arrow. arrow or whatever he's called. It's the one where he it, it was the red arrow. He called it the red arrow and don't do it. It's probably just some... I some, think it's the black arrow now. The arrow. The, uh, yeah, the colour arrow. He, he did some flippy, twisty shit. Which and then... And then, then he tapped him out, he, didn't he, with the yeah, brutalizer. Well, he did, it's not even a tap out. He, it had to be a verbal submission because neither of his hands could reach anything. Yeah, so it was a ring to set, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But he's called it brutalizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And it's... Uh, yeah, he... he 
submitted him anyway. Cool. Um, AEW Women's Championship match, Riho versus Nyla Rose for the beautiful bracelet that is the right. It looks like, okay, right. For someone who's used Photoshop before, it looks like someone's just manipulated the size of the original one in Photoshop and just squashed it. It looks shit. It yeah. looks like shit. It just squashed it. It's just what they, yeah, bearing in mind they're trying to, they're trying to say that the women's, like everybody is equal and we're all going to get equal pay. And equal pay is great, but if you're going to bury them the way you're burying the women on this show at the moment and have a title that looks like a toothpick with bloody dates stuck on it, just. Oh. Yeah, it, this... it looks like something my daughter would have got in like a ten pound, a ten pound activity book from fucking B and M in town. It yeah. just, it just, it looks like something you would, you would, you would get a bit, a bit black bit and just stick some shit to it. It looks crap. I'm sorry, but it looks crap. Um, yeah. it needs to go away very quickly. Yeah, I'll, they I'll need put to... a Divas title to that. That's how shit. The, the Divas title at least was a full size title. <laughs> A real boy. It's a real boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, in terms of the match, though. Before we get to the match, I, I want to say that JR needs to stop immediately because they announced the weight of the female wrestlers at the start of the match. Oh, yeah. R- Alice R- picked R- up Rio, Rio was announced at 97 pounds and Nyla Rose was 270 something or 280 something. And JR. And I'm not quoting because I didn't write it down, but basically said there's no way that fat, fat bitch is any smaller than 320 pounds. To be honest, <laughs> I was no, I know you're saying this. I didn't hear that, but I was watching it with Alice was watching it with me a little bit. She was like in and out, and she she wasn't really watching it. She was listening to it, and she was yeah. like, for the first 20 minutes of this match or however long, they've just talked about weight. Really? And that's yeah. it. They talked about how like how big Nyla Rose was, and then I said to Alice, "I says, yeah, but if you compare her to someone like Nia Jax or Karma or anybody like that, then that's just can, it's not I, I a good it's, starting point if, to talk about a wrestler, a female wrestler's weight. If if they are using the weight as a way to differentiate the weight class difference between Riho and they Nyla did Rose, to start with, I'm but then fine be, with that. They did to start if with, they but then they continue. Rag, rag on Nyla going, raw, she's quite tonk. That's kind of like, well, what's the, you know, the, 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 that, that they kept emphasizing it over and over yeah. again, but they okay. tried to put it into the wrestling, and I was like, no, you're just now talking about weight all the time yeah. instead of the yeah. wrestling. And, and I, I think it might have been to try and cover up what jr said but literally the first thing that jr said after those weights were announced was there is no way she is less than 320 pounds or something along those lines which you cannot say especially when these are it's, it's billed as a sports event that's what AEW is all about you cannot say well the scales are clearly lying because she looks like a fatty which is what he said he said it in different words but that is what jr said and i'm sorry i've had issues with jr's commentary ever since he's he's been commentating, ever since he came back onto AEW. And this is the final sort. They need to get rid I don't care that he is a draw in terms of Attitude Era fans. I don't care that he commentated on WCW and he commentated on WWE. And he's a great, he was a great commentator in his time. His time is over. He, at this point, was worse than Jerry Lawler this week. He was worse than Jerry Lawler. 
let that sink in. Jerry Lawler, the most perverted man you can think of is Jerry Lawler. And JR was worse and more offensive and just needs to get off TV. His commentary for the rest of it, average at best. And his commentary in this match was just derogatory. I have nothing to add. No, I don't either. The match um, was okay. The match, I, I, I think it was a very, very good women's match. It was a bit botchy. No, there were a few botches, let's be fair. There was a botch at the end of the match as well, to be fair, when she tried to pick Michael Nakazawa up and dropped him on his head. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't the worst match. It, like you say, there was there were a few botches, but there were a few good spots in there as well. Mm. Um, like trying to bring in a chair, which I don't think... Why does Nyla Rose need a chair? Because she's, she's the she's stronger a monster. of the she's two. A monster. She's a monster. She, she, she does what she wants, whether anybody else likes it or not. Mm. Did, did you see this got this match got spoiled about an hour and a half before the show as well? By um, someone on Twitch. Yeah. So they had they had somebody from Twitch live streaming in the background. I think 20-odd thousand people watching. And he just walked into the room where they were doing the photographs with Rio with the title. <laughs> and he then he, like somebody goes are you supposed to be in here and he was like um I, I, I don't know mate and he's just like um I don't think we've seen anything though and the guy's there just like oh my god you've, like, I need to find this <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know what his name is I just it, it was all over uh, yeah, Twitter. I, I did hear about it but yeah it was good uh, Riho won the title if you didn't hear then we had Michael Nakazawa come out, um, attack, <laughs> be attacked by Nyla Rose, and then um, I think there was more happening where she was going to attack Riho. Kenny Omega obviously came in and tried to defuse the situation, which is good continuity of their actual past history. Then we had the six-man tag match, which was the closer of the show. Uh, so... It was announced before the event that Santana and Ortiz were going to be Chris Jericho's partners. Um, I don't this, think they've, don't think they've a got a massive next... botch on their part. Why the hell announced Chris Jericho and his mystery partners and then have those guys come out at, 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 at all in or whatever it's called or all out or and then realize that oh shit, we've like everybody's gonna know that, that they're who who was there. So it's no longer mystery partners two days before or whatever, like that's that's really really poor shoddy booking. Yeah, but that's like WWE doing it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, WWT would do exactly the same three days on Twitter, three days but, before on Twitter. Guess who's his mystery partner? But but you've got to remember that AEW is significantly better than WWE. It's it's here to be the improved brand. This is this is what ev all of you AEW smarks. That's what you're all saying, and they botched it. And I just want to make that clear. They botched this. In other really words, he's calling you all out, everyone. Um, <laughs> the match was very good. Yeah, was it? Um, and was it? Yeah, because, because, because in the first four minutes, this match should have been DQ'd because Dean Ambrose came in and kicked. Um, yeah, it's a triple, it, yeah, but it's, it's a three tag team thing. Oh, doesn't matter. It's a tag, tag team match. It's yeah, a tag it's, team match. It's, it's, it's not a no DQ no. tag team match. So as soon as somebody else comes in and interferes, the match gets disqualified. I completely agree. So all of a sudden, screw, like, screwy rules to your thing. Hang on a minute. WWE do that. Or, no, 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 no. Hang on. Think about it. 
Was he was Kenny Omega the legal man? Doesn't matter. If if I came if I jumped over the barriers and I was part of a promotion and I hit the guy on the outside with a chair, the other team would, would be terrified. Yes, it would. would. Yes, it would. I don't know. I don't know. I really, really do. that's a very grey area. You, can, I you think. cannot attack anybody in the match. In the ring as a legal tag attack. No, yes. no, no. Anybody involved in the have match. Have you seen have you seen it otherwise though? And yes. it'd be disqualified. I can't remember when, but I guarantee it's happened in the past. It obviously has happened at some point. I just don't know whether it, whether it was classed as DQ or whether the match was over. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't really give a flying fuck about a match. I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't. I only care about um, the, the 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 Omega and Mox. The match fight. was the match was the match was. Oh yeah, it was, very any, it was a young bucks match. It was a typical young bucks match. Very flippy. Yeah. We very had flippy. Kenny Omega get absolutely destroyed and put through a, a glass coffee table in the VI, VIP area. Apparently, with six people in it. <laughs> six people in it and a sofa um, next to it, next to a production, <laughs> next to a production room. Mm. Uh, and a glass um, coffee table. Yeah, yeah. Bit of there was a cake with a spoon in it as well. Did you see that? <laughs> but. Um, yeah, uh, the, that was that was great, and then the rest of the match happened. And um, was it symbolic when Kenny hit John Moxley with a with a mop, the cleaner? Anyway, <laughs> no, it's the fact they had to explain it on commentary, which was really <laughs> annoying. It's like we know he's the cleaner; you don't need to do that. Brilliant. Yeah. But then um, nothing else matters because we got to see Jake Hager. <laughs> Okay, we, so uh, it, the people. Here comes my absolute. Go on then. Like, AW, all this time, we're not TNA 2.0. We are not TNA 2.0. Remember, guys, we're not TNA 2.0. <laughs> Hang on a minute. There was an ex WWE man in every match, every men's match but one. There was an ex WWE man. And then we get to the main event, and we've got Chris Jericho. And we've got John Moxley interfering, and we've got Jack Swagger coming back because everybody loves Jack Swagger. Because you know everybody loves 2009 WWE when they had Mate, all of. The don't hate on Jack Swagger. I right. love Jack Swagger. Now, seriously, yeah. okay, okay, right. <laughs> I have mixed emotions about this. A Jake Hager, the, the MMA fighter, won his first official professional fight last week and brutalized the bloke, which which I'm cool with, and that was great. Brutalized by who'd never had a fight before. Yes. Yeah. But two, the other part of it is I'm weirdly happy for him because, I mean, look, he got the title way, way, way too early in WWE. But the We the People thing, he he was genuinely getting that over. He did that now. He got still. it. He does it with his MMA. I'm sure he does. Um, I'm sure I've seen him come out to his entrance. He came out to his like old theme, I think, at one point. Uh, okay. Maybe, but the, the the thing with it is that he that he was very unfortunate in and at times with WWE. Do you remember when he came to SmackDown? <laughs> it was like it was not long after SmackDown become the land of opportunity, and like oh my god, it's Jack Swagger in the ring with a backwards hat on and a black t shirt and looking all cool, and then cut a scathing promo and was never seen again. <laughs> yeah, cut a promo like is. I'm back, I'm back, baby. And like trying to be all cool and, and swaggy, and then he was never seen again. <laughs> but but, who, like, but then like and like Jake Hager is back. <laughs> okay, I was right. like, what the fuck? 
all the people. <laughs> of all the people. Like, what my, my, my mass, like, I don't understand. Like, nobody is going, I really, really, really must see Jack Swagger have another wrestling match. Nobody on planet Earth is, go, is going, I, miss I really miss Jack. No, you're not because you're ruining my point. <laughs> I'm not ruining your point. I was actually, I do what. I popped. I really like. I did pop. I, I, yeah, I pop was like, oh, I'm sure. What kind of morons do I work with? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, look. Here's what I'm gonna Sounds say. Like, I, I, did, I okay. I I I don't want to wish ill on anyone. Genuinely, I wouldn't but want. I wish Cody some, Rose some, would fuck off. Okay. Um. I <laughs> I like the idea that Jake Hager, Jack Swagger, Jake Hager. Is on a is on a promotion now where hopefully he's going to get some proper TV time and as long as he doesn't have to talk. He was booked strongly in this. He was the one that they centered the end segment around. It's the first episode of because the the, the 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 thing that makes me laugh out of this and it shouldn't. It's almost like when Jinder won the title and we all laughed. It's the final shot of AEW's first ever show. It's Jake Hager. Looking into the into the hard camera, just after adjusting his weird blondie hair, looking at the camera, all vicious. That is the final and shot of the first AEW money ever TV and show. Money. If they had half Absolute decent money, if they had a half decent crowd there, they'd have been chanting TNA, TNA. No, no, TNA, they were chanting "We the People" TNA. instead. Yeah, exactly, because they pop like I is, did. All, all this is. Bearing in mind that these are the people who are criticizing WWE for their content since Jake Hager was the star, Jack Swagger was around. Because that's what this is all about. This is WWE's gone downhill since the Attitude Era, or at least it's gone downhill since the Ruthless Aggression Era finished. Jack Swagger is the antithesis of everything that AEW fans have criticized. Agreed. And they've brought him in to. It's just. They are exactly what they said they weren't going to be. It's fickle. It's very no to to, to borrow a Daniel Bryan phrase. It is incredibly fickle. It's it, and it's it's so so hypocritical. And I I, I couldn't agree more. But on the flip side, I kind of want to see what they're going to do with him. Because like, at the end of the day, yes yes, Jack Swagger was a stupid name and a ridiculous character in WWE. But you've also got to look at the other flip side of it. A, he's an incredibly big guy. He's an incre- he's a decent wrestler. Let's not forget this. He wasn't a shit wrestler at all. He's He is the equivalent of a big Chad Gable. That's, that, that, that's what he is. He's, he's a big not Chad, a Chad Gable. Player. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, he's, he's, a, he's, what, he's an all-time, what is it, NAA, whatever, fucking champion. He's an incredibly talented wrestler professional uh as in matt wrestler and a professional he's a good and talented professional wrestler as well so it will be interesting to see what they do with it i've not writing it off yet i laughed and i popped at the time thought of all people him really okay fine well we'll go with it and see what happens but i'm not i don't hate it it made me laugh the fact that the final shot of the first AEW show is jack tagger of all fucking people um, we the people. Uh, we the people, indeed. And the yeah, fact that so, the AW fans were chanting a WWE phrase. I bet you Vince pissed his fucking pants when he saw that. So I bet you he it, laughed his head off when Jack Swagger really, ha, 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 pal. In total, in that main event, I think there were 10 wrestlers either in the ring or fighting in a glass coffee table. 
And of those 10, you had Dean Ambrose, you had Jack Swagger, you had Chris Jericho, you had Cody Rhodes, and you had Goldust. So half of it, half of it is ex-WWE guys. Now, yes, okay, Cody Rhodes, it's his, it's his promotion. Fair enough. But still, yeah, Dustin Rhodes, you know, he's going to come across. You've still had to rely on people built by WWE for you to get a pop. You have, They have done exactly what they said they were never going to do, and it's not going to be about getting ex-WWE guys in, and we're going to have the indie guys that you all love, and they've relied on Jack Swagger and Dean Ambrose to make their main event big. The problem with that, the, 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 the big problem with that, is WWE two years ago took a big sack and put every single person who's in PWG and Evolve and all of them, put them in a bag, branded it WWE and threw it at the Performance Center. And they, and, and AEW are now fighting for scraps. Be honest, out of this, and, 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 it's, ridicu- and it's ridiculous that we're having to have this conversation one week into their TV broadcasting, but I think you're, you're partly right. In a sense that they are having to rely on WWE, ex-WWE talent to start with. But then the other side of it is WWE up until a year, maybe two years ago, was seen, the, was seen as the promised land. As in, you have to work in WWE for you to be a big name. You do. And they, they have no working relationship with New Japan, so they can't borrow talent from New Japan. So they are having to rely on some of these ex-WWE guys. And in theory, you know, when, you know, when Marty Skull fucks off, from Ring of Honor, he'll go over there. But then by then, it might be too late. It's a really weird position to be in that they are literally having to... I mean, think about it, right? Who else can they bring in that isn't tied to AEW or WWE already? The the problem with this is Cody Rhodes at StarCast said, we know about 40% of their roster. So they've got another double the amount of people that we've seen on AEW pay-per-views. They've got over double that. That's waffle, mate. It's waffle. And, and this is the point. Cody Rhodes has lied and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied and lied about what this promotion is going to be. It's a he's, lied about, he's lied about his live TV deal in the UK. He's lied about the fact that they're not going to rely on ex-WWE stars. And he's lying now about the product that they're going to release. At this point, anybody saying that this promotion has any, any shred of credibility is just wrong, whether they like it or not, whether they want the AEW to succeed or not, that's not my point. My point is AEW is full of liars and crooks, and you cannot say otherwise, because that's all they've done to, all they've done is lie to us, over and over again. And I, I know you're trying to say that they're, they're trying to oversell, but... Not, not necessarily, no, I'm, no what, what I'm trying to get at is, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, and yes, your 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 retort to me, or you you sort of anticipating me saying that they're trying to oversell. Yes, they are doing that, but at the same time, they're promoters. Vince does. Vince lies through his fucking back teeth every time. Fucking okay, all right. You want to want to know about a lie? Stone Cold and the Undertaker were publicly slated to be at SmackDown this week. Taker said specifically in a response on Instagram, he was told he wasn't needed. Stone Cold was advertised to be at SmackDown this week, and he didn't show. He was not. He well, he wasn't there. Yeah. And 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 I'm not being funny. On-site WWE fans were pissed. Meltzer was reporting it. They and, were and pissed. I, and I would be pissed. And I'm not saying the WWE is any better than AEW. I'm just saying everybody that's saying AEW is going to fix all the problems that WWE have created 
is naive or stupid or just all they want to do is criticize WWE. They don't care about how they do it because AEW at the moment are just doing exactly what the WWE do. It's all it is. It's, it is starting to become a bit of an impact situation, isn't it? It is, it is uh, and- at the moment. But again, it's one show. We've we got to give them time. It is, yeah, they need to. And I'm not like, it wasn't a terrible show. I, it wasn't the best show in the world, but it it wasn't a terrible show. There were good matches on there. I had issues with the commentary, which I've gone over. But in terms of a two-hour wrestling show, this is above what Raw as a three-hour show has been for the majority of this year. Put it this way. If you were in the States, you would have had to have bought the TNT network to be able to see that. Would you would you have been happy with the result? Personally, I wouldn't have been happy. I know a lot of people would, but personally, I, after, after all the things they've said this is going to be, and then the product they deliver, I would not have been happy. And then the other argument you got, I, I, I know we're running pretty short on time here, but the but because <laughs> Smoothman's gone very quiet. <laughs> We've just um, had a load of matches. No, and, and there's and there is there is one more thing. So. At the moment, do, would would you say that that the the AEW are leaning towards a impact light, or are they trying to be something different? Because at the moment, from what I'm seeing, is it is it's being slowly built as another impact. At the moment, and 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 I'm sorry, and I don't want it to be that way. But then, but then the other side of it is, unless you're going to bring in people like Jeff Cobb, or or just or just hoard everyone from PWG, or hoard everyone from every other promotion. What, what else can they do? You can't. You, you, but to to build stars, they have to bring in more legitimate or legitimately publicly known people for them to be beaten. For instance, Jake Hager has been brought in, so sometime down the line, I don't know, fucking Luchasaurus will beat him. Or, you know, I don't know, but the idea is that well, they got to be good because that means that uh, that Jake Hager's lost to him and etc. To, to build people up, but over time, it's going to be difficult. To retain the indie audience, I think. And if you lost the indie audience, you've lost you've lost your your core. And that's it. You're not going to get casuals. Won't watch that. Casuals think it's shit. Yeah, because because uh, honestly, if you're a casual, you'd pick WWE over that hands down. And I think WWE have got an ace in the hole here. I like, and I know we haven't talked talked about this, but obviously CM Punk had an, had interviews with Fox um, for this. TV post, show, yeah. Post SmackDown TV show that starts, I believe, in three or four weeks. I can't remember. Yeah, with him, anyway. him and Renee Young, supposedly. Is it that backstage one? Yeah. Yeah. If if he gets back on WWE TV and they manage to talk him back for one single match, that's all they need. One single match. Whilst AEW is being this TNA light or whatever you want to call it. If this is what's happening, and then they get CM Punk to wrestle one more match, the people that are over in AEW will come flooding back to WWE. I'll tell you this right now. Speaking of Punk, I've been watching because obviously Punk's out promoting a new movie at the moment. So, so he's doing interviews all over the place. By the way, it looks incredible. If you like your horror movies, go and check it out. It looks really good. Um, the the thing with it is. Obviously, there was news a little while ago that Punk had been in talks with AEW, and it was via text message and things like that. And Cody categorically said, "Well, it wasn't just a text message; it was, um, 
you know, we had meetings and things like that. And, you know, and Cody, Cody and basically Punk are now saying, we're not going to, we wouldn't do it anyway. Punk said he won't, he doesn't want to go there. And he's, he's, he's admitted publicly that he went to Fox to have screen testing for this backstage thing. Whether he does it or not, we don't know. He said that he doesn't want to wrestle again. Uh, obviously, but that but we don't know whether that's Phil Brooks or CM Punk talking. You just don't know, and that's yeah. the thing. He's such an enigma of a person. You just don't know when he's telling the truth, and when he's not. And I, I think that he could, I think he could be coaxed into one more match if the money's right and the and the situation's right. But then, I mean, he said that well, look, you know, people are used to CM Punk from 2011. You know, that's eight years ago now. You know, so 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 it would take a lot for me to get to CM Punk of 2011 again. So you well, could argue that you know, I mean, he's he's forty years old. The chances are he's not going to get to that CM Punk again. Like he he's not. I'm not going to say past his prime, but uh, because he's he had five years off and and you know he's he's done some MMA. But like he, I think he could get himself close to that peak physical level of fitness. What the issue with that is? Wrestling has come a long way in those five years, six years since he last wrestled. Um, CM Punk. Might have been the best in the world in 2011, 2012, maybe 2013. That CM Punk against Kenny Omega, Kazuchika Okada. They wiped the floor. It, it, it just wouldn't keep up. Yeah, and, and it's that's not me criticising CM Punk. I've not seen much of his work because I wasn't around at that time. But I'm not, I'm not here slating on CM Punk for the sake of it. I'm just saying the wrestling world has moved on, and I think he knows that. I think the only thing that he'd ever come back for, and I, um, this is just a really cynical take, is a Saudi Arabia big money match against somebody that he knew that could work and Cena. could keep him. I I genuinely think AJ Styles, I think AJ Styles is the kind of worker that would work well with Punk, that both of them would know the limitations of the other one and work a really good match and it would be in Saudi Arabia, so it doesn't matter if it goes horrifically wrong because not very many people are going to watch it, and he gets a fuck ton of money. Yeah. And uh, in that in that interview, he was saying, because the interview was saying, well, look, is it money? Is it a time thing? Is it just, you know, or is it just, you know, whatever? He said, he, he honestly said, well, look, it, it's a mixture of everything. You know, I'm, I'm fortunate to be in a position where I'm comfortable, but ultimately, you know, you don't know what's, you don't know what's around the corner. Exactly, the money that'd be touted in Saudi Arabia would be astronomical. I mean, even 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 if he comes back, a six month run is is all he needs. A six month run, uh, or a or a January or a Batista January to eight January to April run, Royal Rumble to Mania run, that and then yeah. that's that is it. And it, you guarantee in those four months that those those ratings will spike by five hundred thousand at least, at least. Because mm-hmm. you will drag back people who are so disillusioned with it. You will drag back people who have who should have moved on from it, but like us haven't. And you'll drag over a lot of that AEW audience over as well. And Vince knows it. Yeah. And and, and, and I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you another person who knows it. Fucking Paul Heyman. Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, Vince McMahon doesn't hold a grudge. We've seen time after time after time. People he's fallen out with come back to WWE Jeff, because he buried the hatch with money. Jeff Jarrett for God's sake. If you can bury yeah. the hatch with Jeff Jarrett, then you're fine. Fucking Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, it, you know what it, I mean. It's more than plausible, and I've uh, and I know 
I've said repeatedly that Punk will never wrestle again, and I'm going to apologise for that now because I can see CM Punk having one more, whether it's one more match or one more short run, or whether it's a, a part-time contract run. I, uh, yeah. I can see him. Oh, oh God! Uh, did you see his Starcast? Um, so I think he's been falling asleep. I'm really sorry, mate. Are you okay there, buddy? Just, yeah, it's fine. I've just, no, just got nothing to add to this conversation. Did, did you see, did you see his um, interview on Starcast uh, when he was at Starcast? It was very well done. He was genuinely. Is it the one about shocked. where he pooed himself? Oh uh, no, no, not that one. Not that bit. Yeah. But he was genuinely, genuinely shocked when he found out that you can have time off. Where, where, because obviously Finn Balor publicly said, I'm, "I need some time off. I need some time away." And then went to Vince, asked Vince for some, for, for asked Vince for a couple of months. I went, "Yeah, sure, go to, go take your time off." I mean, whether him going back down to NXT is a, is, is being sent a statement or not, but um, Punk went, "What you what you can take time off now? What really?" And he was he was genuinely shocked to find that out that that you're actually able that that, that they seem a lot more WWE seems a lot more flexible than it was. Um, five or six years ago now where yeah. you know where i mean i think the daniel bryan injury and things like that have really woke vince up to holy shit you know we are playing with people's lives here and we need to be we need to be careful and if people need time off fucking give them time off yeah yeah sorry right i think that tangent has been very <laughs> yeah. much explored a- now apologies for bringing Smackdown. cm punk into jake hager because I'm sorry. Yeah, should we talk about SmackDown? Seeing as it's quarter past ten and we've got predictions to do. Bear in mind, it's the breaking. Rock is the greatest wrestler. Bearing of all in mind, time. give me more Rocky. Give me more Rocky. Give me more Rocky. Give oh, me more Rocky. Oh, I popped so <laughs> fucking hard, and I sh- see the thing is because because we all knew we all knew I he was coming. Problem. It was, it was, I don't care. He was slated as coming. I don't care. I fucking loved it. I do. Popped. What was really funny to read though in the lead up to this, everyone's like, "The Rock's coming back to wrestle." The Rock's coming. I was like. Calm your tits. No, he's not. <laughs> All right, like, bitch. Every, no, everybody on Twitter was like, oh, he's coming back to wrestle. Because no, they kept sh- no, because they kept... No, honestly, yeah. people on Twitter really, was. and Facebook Twitter were was so a... delusional that Especially they thought he was after coming the, back. You see the Randy Orton tweet where he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I see you coming back to SmackDown. Let's let's talk about who uh, who's the best third-generation wrestler and then settle it at WrestleMania 36 or whatever it was. Something along those. This was yeah, like that. about six hours before we dropped an end bomb on Twitter, and basically, was I'm, so, I'm sorry, but <laughs> fucking Randy, man. Jesus but yeah, Christ, um, it's just yeah. just Randy things, and that fueled the Twitter spark of oh my god, he's coming back to wrestle, and then all of a sudden it moved from he might have a WrestleMania match to he's wrestling tonight, no, guys. No, 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 no. Oh, best thing, best thing was it's because uh, do you know what I genuinely think it's because in all of the promo packages they didn't show him wearing normal clothes they showed him in his full gear yeah. so obviously everybody's going hey he's gonna wrestle I was like calm yourself I don't want to see him wrestle I don't want to see him wrestle he's a, he's, he's in the mid he's in, he's mid forties he's slow as fuck he's just a big musty dude I don't want to see him wrestle what I, I just want to is him come out cut a scathing promo hit a rock bomb hit a people's elbow and then walk out. And that's, that's all I want to see. And we got just, that. Just throw me all the catchphrases. Feed was, them straight was, into that vein. The camera it's, zooms on him and you can see the goosebumps raise on him when he does. Uh, oh, and he dropped out millions in the middle of a sentence. In the middle yeah, of a sentence. And, it, just, and he knew if, if he stopped talking that the crowd would scream. And he's just, he's in the middle. And like, you can see the cogs in his mind going, I wasn't going here, but 
millions, and then the crowd just and he he literally does a mini pop. He, it's just <laughs> oh, it's the oh. fact he can just take the crowd and put them in the palm of his it, hand. He, he is. He's and just give, give him a hot crowd, and and it's oh. it's the best thing you will see in wrestling. Period. He's, he, he's one of the few people, and Elias is good at it, whether he's a heel or a face, yeah. but at a different, totally different level. Stone Cold can get the, the the crowd to do what they want. The Rock can get the crowd to do what the, what he wants them to do. There's not that many other people that that can get a proper. I mean, the New Day do it for their entrance, but that's just because it's one of the few catchphrases no, around. No, 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 no. The, the New Day can do it because because in in the middle of a sentence in in a in a backstage promo, you can shout, you can then go because we are the new, and then you can hear the crowd screaming it back to them. So you know, yeah. the New Day, I guess, are really the only ones at the moment that can really get that happening. Mm. But no, so so from what I so from what I remember. Becky comes out and then Baron Corbin comes in. I'm thinking, oh, here we go. End of days. Let's go. Fucking let's go. Come on. Yeah. And she <laughs> says, you take one more step and something bad will happen. And then he takes one more step and the rock's music hit. <laughs> and we got like a, a, an Undertaker length rock entrance. Because oh, I, I, I love the, the elongated entrance because cause the solo's going in the background when he's got his hand raised and the camera yeah. pans around. Oh, yeah. it's, it's um, like I'm getting goosebumps now. Literally, you can see the goosebumps yeah. now. It, yeah. It's early 2000s rock it's, promos. It's, it's, oh, it's, God. It's, and I yeah, well, how he turned the, the, the promo and called, um, oh, what was it? Something STD. Like, calling him something. Yeah. Um, he, he was the, burg the Burger King. <laughs> The Burger King, and then yeah, I can't remember what STD stood for. But... Seriously tough dude, or something. Yeah, <laughs> seriously tough dude. So yeah, yeah. STD, 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 STD. Wherever you go now, people are going to chant STD. <laughs> Becky played it really well, and then she's like, "I think that's going to be following you for the rest of your life now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then he even set her up, set Becky Lynch up for it. Doesn't matter what you think. Yeah, the only, oh. the only issue I, the only small issue I have with this is that she did it. It's SmackDown. Why is the Raw Women's Champion opening a new episode of SmackDown? Because it's Becky Lynch. She, she said oh. this because her whole thing was built on SmackDown. The yeah. whole man character was built on SmackDown. That's why she opened it, and she even addressed that. Glad she did though, but I was just like, when it first happened. Yeah, I no, I and I get and I get that you know, and that, but it gave Bailey the right to be pissed off, which is why they had the 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 fatal not fatal four with a tag match. Yeah, yeah like the, the the Rock and Becky Lynch. It was it was good fun. It was the right amount of the Rock hitting his two moves. Becky Lynch getting to kick Corbin because obviously Corbin gave her an end of days at the end of Extreme Rules. Just kind of like it was. Still it can't was get right, over that. Yeah, it was. It was the right amount of payback for for Corbin. And at the end of the day, you you're not burying Corbin by you. Like normally, a legend comes back, they bury some new talent, and Rusev. that new talent is ruined. Like they did it with a revival at Raw twenty five. They've Rusev, done it with Rusev. They've they've done it with Elias. It's one of the few, and I think Elias and Corbin are the ones that can take it. Where their Teflon, like the, their character, is always going to be able to build heat with the crowd because they're so fucking annoying. And yeah, like it, it was just. I still it, love the, Corbin. He, he's the perfect guy for this role because he's. You're not going to not boo him next week, are you? Because oh, exactly. the rock. 
And they've altered his theme music as well. And I like that. They've altered his theme music. They put some sort of regal bit at the beginning and it kicks in. Yeah. I kind of like that. It's yeah. kind of cool. Uh, right, should we get into wrestling now, seeing as, oh, yeah. God, the time. Yeah, have to see the time. Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair had a match against Bailey and Sasha. Um, have I zoomed out? What was that? I don't They've know. They've changed the font to smaller halfway down. What Professional. the hell? Oh, good work, Bleacher Report. Um, My ass is not, I'm going to move around for a second. Cool, enjoy. <laughs> This is this is gone. This is gone all downhill. Hasn't it? <laughs> this is the worst podcast everybody's ever heard. Um, it's not. We haven't even done predictions yet. Goodness me! Uh, it was an okay match. Flair and Lynch won, um, defeating Bailey and, and and Sasha. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was an all right match. They managed to get. Um, Beat, uh, Sasha out of the ring, and I think she cut her face as well. Yeah, and I saw yeah, that she, she got colour, and she yeah. put it onto uh, Instagram saying she's suing as well. <laughs> I saw Not that. Perfect. Perfect I was like, the there we go. Um, um, but yeah, it was a, kind of the perfect way to then, I assume, and it's not even one of the announced matches, but I assume either at Hell in a Cell or. Sometime very soon, Charlotte Flair is going to go. Well, well, I pinned Becky. Where's my title match? No, sorry, I pinned Bailey. Where's my title yeah, match? It's on Sunday. Is, today, is it... I mean, today is Sunday. Oh, uh, it has been announced. Sorry, yeah, yeah, it has been announced. Yeah, it was one of the four original matches that was announced, I believe. Um, yeah. Then we had oh. the original. Um, what I said earlier about Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with the rabbit, rabbit, rabbit with against against what's his face? Uh, Mercy Wood. Yeah, in the they did quite a good thing because they've got like obviously the fiend is is a new character to people on Fox who've who've not been watching WWE. So they introduced all of Abby the Witch and the Mercy the Buzzard and Huskus the Pig Boy and Ramble and Rabbit, and then yeah, they had the the Hell in a Cell match between Ramble and Rabbit and Mercy the Buzzard. Also, alongside that, in in the lead up in SmackDown adverts on TV, they have yeah. been just intersplicing like a, like a, um, a two Flat or three frames it? of the uh, two or three fla- uh, f- two or Frame. three frames of the thing going blah, and they're just coming yeah. in and out. And people are losing their fucking minds because they have no idea what's going yeah, on. It's fantastic. Or, or, or they'll just do it randomly at the beginning of yeah. uh, just random it's, points it's, and adverts. It's just in random, yeah, randomly in adverts. Very, and people very clever. Are. Yeah, the continue. I'm uh, going to keep walking and, around for a minute. Continue. And, uh, uh, Bray Wyatt was also on a Fox talk show as well. As oh the, my uh, days, I that watched brilliant. that. I love it. Fly, but I was character and the the guys that were in the the um, what, what is Yowie Wowie? Yowie Wowie. They were genuinely terrified. Like, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not him as the fiend either. Yeah, He's just there that's as just Bray. him as the psychopath that's in the yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, like brilliant. I can't, can't wait. I, I love The Fiend. I love Bray Wyatt. Just who would have thought at WrestleMania when you saw Mercy the Buzzard that this is what we'd be, we'd be coming out with? It's <laughs> fantastic, isn't it? I, 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 I cannot fucking wait. So well, we'll find out in about an hour and a half, won't we? <laughs> Which is mad. Yeah. <laughs> This pod might just about get released before the pre. No, oh I think God. the pre. Have you realised that we, we, this is? Oh no, we'll have to talk about this later on because I've realised we need to talk oh. about this after the pod. Actually, go on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then obviously 
uh, Rollins had a match, a scheduled match, champion versus champion against Shinsuke Nakamura for reasons. Um, it was obviously going to be some shenanigans at some point. Um, obviously, he did, did the fiend. He interfered. Seth Rollins tried to run away up the ramp. He got attacked. It took a lot longer than normal because obviously... When He's learning how to breathe through the mandible claw, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he threw him off the stage. Yes. In the dark, which is dangerous. Um, but obviously that finished in a no contest because of that. The ladder match, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon. Thank the Lord, no more Shane McMahon. Yeah. Until next week. Spot fest, but I don't care. that This had some good spots in it. Um, yeah. Just... Coast to coast of a ladder. Yeah. Flash through a ladder. Coast to coast through a table on the outside. Shouting, you're fired at the end was brilliant. Yes. Uh, the eight-man tag match I thought was a bit trash, especially when Tyson Fury got involved. I don't want to spend too long ranting about it. I don't care about it. He's I a bomb fighter, he is. He's a bomb fighter. Just, just don't care. That's a terrible impression, but, but it's true. It, and and he is definitely going to have a match with Braun Strowman at some point. Yeah, and I don't care. And it's all it, it, they're going to be doing something in Saudi Arabia to promote but, um them and Deontay Wilder too. As as much as I don't care, and as much as I'm with Smoothman, the first time WWE has been written about in English newspapers in no, no idea how long was the, the last fact time that, Wayne Rooney probably. Or um, or Jose Mourinho getting a promo on him by Shane McMahon. Didn't know the last time probably that happened. Yeah, maybe. So yeah, first time in a long time, and it was in British newspapers yes yesterday with the fact that Tyson Fury was swearing up. Sun doesn't count, mate. It was in the Guardian. It was in the Times, oh, and know. it was in, in the I, Sun. No one cares. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't read that shit. Um. And then we had the Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan match, which was a lumberjack match. Um, obviously, we bury all the tag teams. By the way, yeah, you know, it's just, <laughs> just tag team wrestlers around the side. I skipped most of that match. I couldn't give a toss. It didn't really add much to it, apart from obviously, Thingy was on um, commentary, Daniel Bryan, and Luke Harper was going to get involved. You knew that was going to happen. It's like deaf taxes, and that's happened. Um, it was just. Yeah, okay then. Reigns obviously won. And then just a shake of hands. Excuse me, I'm yawning now. Um, shaking of hands at the end of the match. Uh, or yeah. after it happened. Building to tonight's tag match. Yeah. Uh, and then... The... <laughs> Breathe. Breathe. And we finally had the main event of the night. Which was Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar. Kofi Kingston. I can't even speak. I don't know. Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Right. Well, I'll take over at this point then. So we had Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston. Uh, there was about five minutes of entrances with you know all the crap with Paul Heyman shouting and. Kofi coming out with the new day, but sending them to the back because he wants to do this on his own. Uh-huh. And then the bell rang. Kofi Kingston jumped into uh, Lesnar's arms, who put him on his head, did the F5, and one, two, three, and that was it. The end of possibly the worst WWE title reign in history. Right, okay. Here's where I have issues with, with, with what's been said here. 
Um, number one, did you see how uh, how Kofi landed from that F5? He literally landed on his, on his head. It yeah. was fucking grim. Uh, that's that's number one. Number two, I don't think it's been the worst title reign that the WWE's had. I think that it's been, it's been way beyond just a um just a title reign after watching like the Kofi special and 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 what it's done uh what it's done around the world and in Africa and places like that I understand because originally I was like oh, I, just, I mean look it's great Kofi's won it and the pop was fantastic and that night was brilliant but then how does it go forward and I've seen how it's been and yeah Co- it's, it's because of Cody and Randy Co- the Kofi and Randy feud lacked a little bit Times and unfortunately, all, all of Kofi's feuds since he took won the title have lacked anything. But 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 that's not all on Kofi though, is it? No, is no, it's not Kofi. Sorry, I'm not criticizing Kofi. Oh, sorry, no, because it sounded I'm like it sounded like that was. Um, that- no, no, Kofi Kingston is a good wrestler. He, I arguably deserves to be in that main title picture. However, the booking of this entire run has been abysmal. The yeah. booking in the lead up to the run was also not that great. I know everybody loved it and, you know, oh, he's got to go through nine gauntlet matches. But the gauntlet matches themselves were pointless because nobody had a point to the gauntlet matches because you knew he had to get through them because otherwise the matches would have stopped. That's not how a gauntlet match works. But leave that behind. They managed to get a babyface massive pop at WrestleMania that they were not planning on getting at the Royal Rumble. The, Kofi Kingston wasn't even supposed to be in that Extreme yeah, Rules match. Yeah, the Elimination Chamber match. And they managed to build something. Off the back of that, they should have had him show that he is a great wrestler. All they did was have him have long, drawn-out matches and turn the Trouble in Paradise into an arcade out of nowhere. That's all they did. They shat on him as a wrestler and they, yeah, they... they they don't know how to book smaller people. They don't know how to book face champions as well. Is, is, yeah. I think that, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. And I, I, the, thing, the, the only thing that I, that I have a gripe about, and I'm, and I'm sure a lot of people have a gripe with, and including Kofi himself, and I get a feeling that a lot of the, um, the community have an issue with, is the fact that Cody, uh, I keep saying Cody, Kofi wasn't able to get any sort of offense in whatsoever. No. I, I am mean, so angry. Because this, this, this is how I would have booked it, genuinely. We all knew Brock was going to win. It's fine. Oh, we yeah. Accept. I knew he was going to win. But all, 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 all it would have taken was off the bat, a trouble in paradise. One, two, get up. Or a one, get up straight away. Show Brock's an incredible beast. Pick him up. F5, one, two, three. Honestly, all it would have taken, or, or maybe two F5s. I don't know. But because Seth took, what, three, four? And was still, still getting up. I'm like, Kofi, Kofi, can, Kofi can only handle one? Really? If Seth can take three. Him, one, it made him look incredibly weak. Two, you've gone from probably the biggest pop in history at WrestleMania to, yes, okay, it wasn't a great WWE Championship run, but one that the fans got behind, and then you make him look so weak after all of that, and you just go, what? Yeah, so, so, yeah, so, so long to like six months. That was a six months gone, like that, in nine seconds. It just really infuriated me. And the fact that, and I saw this before we came onto the pub, Daniel Bryan even tweeted about it, shows you the way that this has been booked was not not fair on Kofi at all. Well, well then, um, I mean, it it all leads to what happens next, because obviously Cain Velasquez comes out. Don't uh, care. 
No, no, but you see, the thing is, though, is that it brings casuals in. And I, and I totally, totally get why they've done it. It makes. I didn't. I, didn't, I, didn't I don't know like it. was UFC. I'm not, I'm not, you I, know what I mean? Yeah, I get it's, that. I get that. I get it. But I totally understand why they've done it because it draws people who aren't in the WWE sphere into this. Because what you do now is you get you get frat dude number a and frat dude number one, two, three who've just got off their Xbox Ones who've been playing Call of Duty for the past fifteen hours. Going, hey dude, let's go and check out Cain Velasquez not the shit out of Brock Lesnar again. And and then I mean yeah it's in Saudi Arabia but you know you'll be you'll be seeing that happen because that that's happening isn't it so it's happening in Saudi it's happening in Saudi I won't be watching it no I won't watch it either but because but, but that's, I don't care but but that but that's what I it know is. I've heard that he's been coming I heard that he's been wrestling in AAA yeah he's been in AAA yeah. he's 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 get he's cutting his teeth in AAA which uh, is his fine. first match in AAA was with Cody Rhodes believe it or not <laughs> over the irony like I don't mind like yeah fair enough UFC fighters become wrestlers we've seen it in NXT. We've seen it with Ronda. You, I don't mind if they want to cut it in, but if this is just because he's not contracted with WWE at all, it's just a one-off. Why? I don't care if he was going to come in and and yeah, granted, being a storyline for longer than three weeks because that's effectively how long this is, isn't it? Really, and he'll probably turn up once. Yeah, well, he's you not. Know. He's not contracted to WWE, so it'll be. A build to probably uh, they've already confirmed it's Saudi Arabia, haven't they? This is effectively the same thing as Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury. I don't care. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, let's go to predictions very, very quickly because I know time is not on our side. And yeah, because but, but honestly, but by, by, by the time we've done the predictions and and I've uh edited, rendered it, and put it out, it will be like Helen Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> We're going to whiz through these predictions, and I, I, I'm not even really going to list reasons, I don't think. I don't think we need to. Uh, no. we, we, we've been given a whole heap of new matches. While, whilst we've been recording, that our, our good friend Jack has put in the DM group and put in our prediction spreadsheet that there's been a whole heap of new matches added to the card tonight. Because obviously, up until about an hour ago, there was only four matches on the card. So uh, good to see they really give a fuck about these. Bear in mind that most of the ones that have been announced are for the pre-show anyway. The filler matches. These are all filler matches. Go on, look, go on, go on, look. Let's, let's just whack through them now. Get it done. Um, so, Lacey Evans versus Natty. Matt? Lacey Evans. Jack is gone for Lacey Evans as well. I've gone Lacey and all. I've also gone Lacey. Don't really care. Uh, Bliss and Cross versus the Kabuki Warriors. Matt? Uh, Bliss and Cross. Jack uh, Jack's, Bliss and Cross. Sorry, Jack's gone with Bliss and Cross. Same here, Bliss and Cross. Same here, Bliss and Cross. Uh, Chad Gable versus uh, King Corbin. It has to be King Corbin. It'd be stupid not to be. Jack has also gone Corbin. I've gone Gable for shits and giggles. Uh, Corbin. <laughs> uh, Viking Warriors and a mystery man versus the OC. Uh, it's clearly going to be the guy that AJ Styles has been fighting every week, isn't it? But the Viking Warriors and is it? Uh, it's what's his name? Cedric. Cedric Alexander. It'll be Viking Warriors and Cedric Alexander for me. Jack went with the same. I've gone for the same as well, Viking and me. Um, I've gone with the OC because I think they lost the Viking Raiders recently. So, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, Big Yes versus the Bludgeons version two. Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan versus Rowan and Luke Harper. 
I mean, if Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryant don't win, what was the point in the entire thing? Oh, big yes, that is a um, <laughs> Jack has gone with Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. As have I. I'm going to go with Rowan and Harper for pure giggles. Uh, Bailey versus Charlotte. Uh, Bailey retains. Jack has gone with Bailey. Bailey retains via shenanigans. Um, I've gone with Bailey. I also believe there's shenanigans. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Ooh. Banks. This one's harder to call. Uh, no, it's not. Sasha Banks has to win, otherwise there's no point in her. Uh, you you can't have a DQ finish in a Hell in a Cell match. That's stupid, as we saw last year. Sasha gets ruined if, like, the whole thing of Sasha coming back gets absolutely ruined if she doesn't win this match. It has to be Sasha. Yeah, okay, well, I guess. Uh, yeah, it makes. Jack went with Sasha as well. I, I would thought it was a bit harder to call than that, but I, what you said makes sense. Um, I'm going to retract my previous statement of um, Bailey winning. I think Charlotte Flair is going to win because draft coming up soon. If Sasha wins the title, Bailey needs to go to Raw. So I've therefore changed my previous one to Charlotte and then this one to Sasha. Shit. No, that's that's actually right. Enter there. <laughs> or, Change or, it if you want. Or, or, the, or that they win the tag titles. Maybe. We'll see. Jack's not here. Change it if you want. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm I changed it at 40 so we're going to tell me no, after no, it I'm, I'm changing yeah, that's at least fine. it's two of us, two and two uh, and then finally while that's happening uh, the Seth Rollins Fiend Helena Cell match uh, as much as I can see them leaving Seth Rollins as champion I, I think they, they would be absolutely stupid so I'm having the Fiend winning well Seth's been, Seth's been getting one over on the, uh, on the dark matches and yeah. the house shows, but but that, that's expected. That's fine. Um, I I thought this was going to be harder to call because okay, yes, it look it, but it's in a hell in the cell, isn't it? Yeah, there's no way for him to run. Nah, there's there's no way out. No, yeah, it's it's gotta be. It has to be the fiend. If that's it's not the fiend, the fiend well, yeah. If it's not the fiend, I am definitely cancelling the network. They have put so much stock behind the fiend recently. It would be. It's ridiculous. How Indeed. is the IC title not even on the fucking card? It'll probably be put on at like last minute. And it's I'll, mad though, isn't I it? I won't be able to put my predictions up in sleep. This has been put together so shabbily, this card. It's ridiculous. It's a yeah, fucking they, shamble. You know, you know why? Because they've been focused so much on this SmackDown and There's Raw Day. Smackdown and Raw and SmackDown and the drafts coming up. No one. This is filler pay-per-view. The, the definition of filler pay-per-view. No, no, I'm going back to Bailey. I'm sticking with Bailey. Oh, cool. Um, it's is... a pay per view. Don't have many title changes on a, on a filler pay per view. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it for the um, the podcast this week. We do apologise for it probably coming out just before Helena. So we will try and do better next time um, <laughs> as we go through this new transition in two week, two two podcast a week potential. Um, I changed to Seth Rollins, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, well, you are naughty. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I just, I can't shake the feeling that they're not going to put the title on the Fiend yet because it's too early. It is. I just, I can't shake it. I know, but it, but does it though? It doesn't matter because he can fuck off and come back and do what he likes. He's Fiend. He, ha he has. 
The momentum's irrelevant. No, no, no. I'm putting my foot. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. Fair enough. Your opinion is your opinion, and my opinion is my opinion. Let's not argue over it like the rest of the IWC. <laughs> yeah, we need to go. I need to edit this. Um, so, uh, thank you very much for listening. Once again, we will hopefully keep you updated with what we're going to do as the weeks go on with the <clears throat> obviously mountain of wrestling we have to talk about. If you have liked what you've listened to, make sure you go and drop us some nice reviews over on Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening. Make sure you check out our website, www.badbook.com. Just before we do, um, apparently, according to Wikipedia, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, sorry, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper is a tornado tag match. When was the last time you saw one of them in WWE? Fucking hell. And it felt like last year when it was the tag team. I like that. I like a good tornado tag. That 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 might change my opinion on who wins the match. Please don't change it now. I'm no, to do I'm that. done. <laughs> um, so yeah, make sure you check out the website badbookers.com. Um, go and check out the Twitter at badbookerswp. Uh, make sure you like, share, and subscribe our YouTube channel, uh, Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and see you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.